Hi guys, this is David Negrin, host of the Script Podcast and Executive Director of the NYC Screenwriters Collective. I'm excited to announce that we've created a Patreon campaign for the script. Patreon is like a Kickstarter, but it allows you to give ongoing pledges every month and receive ongoing rewards. Of course, the Script Podcast will continue to be free, but we're just asking for a little help. We release four or five podcasts a month, but we'd like to do more. We'd also like to improve our audio quality and release video podcasts with rich content. So here's how you can help. Become a patron of the Script Podcast and gain access to our VIP activity feed with premium content. There you'll be able to communicate privately with myself and my co-hosts after every podcast. You can get a packet of original screenwriting guides written exclusively for members of the NYC Screenwriters Collective. You can receive our monthly tracking board preview podcast for Hollywood insider updates on big script sales and the hottest spec screenplays to hit the market. You can get access to full on-demand video of NYC Screenwriters Collective events, lectures, and panel discussions. At the highest patron levels, you can even request the film or TV series we analyze and come on the script yourself to analyze it. So please, check out all our rewards, join our inner circle. Become a patron of The Script Podcast at patreon.com slash the script. our duty as human beings to push forward into the unknown but sometimes you're looking to discover one thing and you find something else and this is the script the official podcast the NYC screenwriters collective I'm David Negrin. These are my guests. I've got on my right Jeremy Engdahl Johnson. On my left, Christina Leaf Malin, two instructors from the NYC Screeners Collective. And yeah. as always, you just you know, skip me. Yeah. Thanks as there. always, ah. my co-host <laughs> Jordan Rosengarten. You're unforgettable, Jordan. We all know it. Thanks. This is our first live podcast from Adorama in New York City. Are you guys excited? This is exciting, David. Um, the movie. Oh boy. Amazing. <laughs> the movie. We're doing Fantastic Four. Something like that. Yeah. 2015. Josh Trank. Guys. Yeah. I don't know where to start. Um, I do. The, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I want to just start off quickly with the artists. Right? Um, Fantastic Four 2015 was yeah. directed by Josh Trank. We know him from Chronicle. That was a $12 million movie. Chronicle was, is, you know, a favorite of superhero people everywhere. It's a really good yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, that was a well done movie. It was. Uh, writing credits are Jeremy Slater, Simon Kinberg. Uh, Jeremy Slater did the Lazarus Effect, that, um, that uh, Just say horror movie sure. that didn't do so great. Simon uh, Kinberg is a well-known screenwriter. He's doing everything. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, X-Men Last... Stand and Days of Future Past. And he's working on everything at Disney Sherlock right now. Sherlock Holmes. Star Wars. I think he's working on a bunch of Star Wars things at Disney right now. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's a powerhouse. He's done, he's doing a lot of stuff. Also, always Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, original Marvel characters. Yay, Stan Lee. Yeah. So, in terms of us getting started judging a superhero movie, a tentpole, right? The, I, I think that the superhero genre has this kind of its, its own rules, right? Um, I think that the superhero genre, I want to put some 
some guidelines when we're judging a superhero movie. Um, the thing that separates one superhero movie from another, I think we boil it down to like four things. One, you know, does the director pull off the, the ratio of action set pieces to story? That, that's, a, that's a challenge whenever you're doing a movie in this genre. Two, character development in an ensemble. Whenever you have an ensemble piece, it's really hard to do character development. And some of the directors pull it off, some do not. Uh, number three, action and comedy set pieces, okay? You know, it's a popcorn movie. The action needs to be thrilling and original and different and better than the last movies we've seen. And the comedy needs to be edgier and funnier than the stuff that's out there. And they have the budgets for this stuff. They just have to... They just have to not employ, you know, sitcom, C-joke comedy writers. Uh, the fourth thing, overall originality of the superhero movie plot. Is it another supervillain army comes to take over the world? Is it just another origin story about accepting your new powers and your place in the world? Or can you do better in a superhero movie? Um, oh, and there's like a fifth sort of aside. When you do a superhero movie uh, these days... You have to help us reinvent the naming of the superheroes, like that moment in the movie where they get knit their name. Um, you've got to reinvent the suits. The suits have to be done better than they've been done before. And uh, you really have to reintroduce the catch phrases. So yep. with that stuff That's in mind, lot. I thought maybe um, we could just... Uh, oh, I'll just introduce... Uh, we're going to use the Blake Snyder beat sheet tonight um, beat sheet, as our sheet, outline for plot. Uh, the Blake Snyder beat sheet is, you know, an outlining method based on three-act structure, breaks it down into 15 manageable beats. It's good for beginner screenwriters out there. It's, it's good for anyone who's writing. Um, so with that, I kind of just want to go around and, and do our general thoughts on the film. And I'm going to start with, who, who wants to go first? Me. The, okay, so at the NYC Screenwriters Collective, uh, at our script analysis workshops, we have a three-up, three-down rule, which means you have to give positive commentary first and negative commentary second. So, Jerry, if you would, please tell us what you liked about Fantastic Four 2015. All right, thanks, David. I, I'm actually very appreciative of the intro you gave because I'd like, uh, I'm proud to say that my three-ups all map to superhero rules. Okay, great. So that's, that's awesome. good. That was accidental. Um, you talked about character focus, and I think this is a movie that aspires to be character-driven. I'm not sure that it actually does, but if you look back over the history of the Fantastic Four franchise, it's been something where you got four people and there's always some tension between these characters. And they definitely sought to do that, and, and you've got different triangulations, and you know they're trying to make it a character-driven movie as opposed they to have, the usual CGI be, wrestling match that we're be. so it's tired of. It's a team of. of people. It has to be about characters. Yeah. Well, I'm saying they, they tried, but I, I think the way it was made and the fact that it wasn't just a whole bunch of CGI, uh, there, there was... A fair amount at the end, but they, they really tried to make it. There was an a attempt there. Yeah, yeah it was. It, you know, it's about the actors. They let the Excellent. actors act. And so, what worked for you? So, so that that worked for me. Uh, well, I mean, is there any action before Doctor Doom really shows up, other than YouTube videos of of the thing destroying like the Middle East or wherever right. it so, is? Right. So, so I mean, you're saying the first half of the movie's character based. Yep. So you get you get an attempt at character development. Yeah, I think this also points to some of the weaknesses, but this is three up, so I'm focusing on positive. Okay, what else um, you got? Another thing, you, you talked about the superhero's powers. Now, I think we're yeah. kind of limited with the Fantastic Four because you've got this, it's this very established kind of 
iconographic uh, set of, of characters. So um, their powers are set. Yeah, their powers are set. Although I want to talk more about that. Um, I thought Doctor Doom was badass out of the gate. I mean, like when when he shows up and it was kind of late. Like he's walking down the hall and the lights are going out and like people's heads are exploding and it's not like the scanners kind of stupid thing with people's like you know having weird i mean it's just like mass destruction and how are we possibly going to meet the possibly going to beat this so guy? he's a strong antagonistic force when he gets on the screen yeah for the 15 yep. minutes he's on the screen he's amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he shows up in, in you know the second uh, like at the the mid what is it past the midpoint. Uh, yeah oh my past. god well it's, they they find his god no it's, he shows up for the third act he does. Right. He's, 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 he's there at the, at, he's part the way through the second act. But the amount of time he's on screen, you could fit in that trailer that we just saw. Like, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So uh, about half of half of the trailer's worth of time, he was great. Um, the third thing I'd say is that you know I, I appreciated this. This was a film that attempted to kind of. Um, situate their heroes in terms of science and outthinking people. Yep. Um, there's also a difference between Reed Richards and most other uh, superheroes where something happens to most other superheroes and they're kind of victims to their situation and that's where they get their superpower. Reed Richards actually sets out on a quest and it's kind of the Prometheus thing. It's like he's going to discover fire, he's going to discover this teleportation. Um, he's a very active protagonist uh, and, and so between that and, and just this, this fact that it's rooted in science and the opening scenes are, are starting with his childhood and the science yeah. fair. I liked that effort. Um, I, I know a lot of this sounds like um, damning with faint praise because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of congratulating them on their, their intentions as opposed <laughs> to what they actually executed. Yeah. But uh, I, I do think that the, their, their heads were in the right place as far as how to make this, this reboot work a little bit better than the last one. Okay. Uh, do you want to do your three down now? <laughs> do, you, do you want me to do my three down now? <laughs> I guess we have, yeah, that's what we're doing, general thoughts. Yeah. Maybe we should just, have done... Just get what, kill it. Why we should, we should have done, you know, one up, one down, but go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, nail it. Okay, wait, so... Wait, 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 why can't we do all the ups? Let's do ups. Let's, let's keep it positive. You want to do ups? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then just go to the town? Just, yeah, and then just... Douche. Okay. Because you know. after that's that, fine. it's, it's going to be... It's all right, gonna well, Jordan, what did you like about our movie? Yeah, so I actually like the... I was gonna say uh, cuss word. Uh, I like the um, the chutzpah of like saying that chutzpah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like very the appropriate too. Um, uh, of the the writers thinking, okay, you know, let's create a science fiction horror tone for an upbeat. You you, you saw horror tone. Oh, absolutely. Okay, that's great. Um, and I th there's obviously there, there's a sci-fi horror element to this that that was reminiscent of a lot of '80s movies to me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why. I yeah. think that was an interesting choice, um, but I also think that it was a bold choice. It was, the easy thing to do is to make it like the Avengers and make it fun, which probably they should have done in hindsight. But I'm giving praise. Yeah, no, but the hard thing is a good pickup. Spencer, another staff member, as I was, was telling us that Trank originally said he wanted to make a Cronenberg-esque film. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it makes yeah. that should make sense because the whole teleportation thing. Now that you say that, it makes but a lot. Also, like the, the disfigurement. Oh, really? You know, and having like the fully disfigured like, human like stuff, like that stuff was pretty serious in this you know, movie. It, for a popcorn movie, right? You know, some of those images were pretty pretty heavy. I think that's actually what got Trank the job, or whoever wrote the script. You know, proved proved the script because it kind of is different from what's out there. I think it was a little bold, and I like that. I like that the the concept is a little fresh. Like, oh, take a fun, upbeat, you know, superhero movie that you wouldn't think of giving a serious, dark science fiction tone to and seeing, seeing if you can make that into um, a, a, a movie that people will enjoy. It didn't work. What, but what else? Another up, another up. Um, I like the cast. 
Um, you were talking about the actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they're it. beautiful. They're handsome. No. They're, oh, they're man, they do a good job reading the words that are on the page. <laughs> Stop. No, they do. This cast is 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 crackerjack. They're they, all they really incredible. Are. They're actors. well cast. Yeah, they are incredible hey, actors. Um, in in the middle of uh, a train wreck. Did you say train wreck? Don't, don't say train wreck. Yeah, I, I don't want. That to... was another movie we did a yeah. podcast on. That that was right. actually a good film. I okay. just feel bad they can't show their faces in public this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that that I mean, listen, uh, that's generally, you know, the positives. There, you know. What else? You need one more. Oh. Um. I like the. Well, I like the. I don't know. It's hard here, right? This is a challenge. This is not an easy one. Christina, you want to help him out? Yep, I love Love the relationship between The Rock and Reed. I like. Okay. I like the way that developed. Reed and the Rock. And and, and the Rock. And the Rock. Not that that Rock. The thing. I like what that could have been, but I hear what you're saying. I think that 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 was start off promising, but it didn't pay off. From the earlier version that I call the Jessica Alba version, I didn't get that they. I get. I got the animosity, but I didn't know what was because I didn't read all the comic books. I didn't know it was just like I'm gruff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're a jerk. But I didn't get like the friendship. You guys were just mad that Jessica Alba was there. Yeah. Pretty much. You actually reminded me though. There was something else I did like. I like Doctor Doom. I, I thought that un- underused, underdeveloped. But when I, the guy who played him, and his, when I was first introduced to that character, I was like, I want to see this guy. I want to see what he becomes. I want to follow him. There, yeah, there's yeah. something to this guy. Yeah, um, Toby, Toby Kebbell is a great character. Actually. Yeah, and, and and I think the way they fleshed out the character. Again, I know a little bit about the comics. I could care less. I was like, I'm interested in this character that they've created for this movie, um, and where that goes. And I think that that was something that was positive for me. And to be honest, for the first time that he becomes, we're jumping ahead. By the way, just to throw it out there, we're going to spoil the crap out of this movie. So if you <laughs> haven't, haven't seen, seen it, it don't and get spoiled. So, but but when you do see Doctor Doom as Doctor Doom, um, the first few seconds I thought were pretty badass as well. Like I, there cool. were there were elements there. Intro, that, yeah, Doctor Doom's intro. Yeah, yeah, it was, all, cool. it was very it was, epic. Pretty, it was very epic, nice and cinematic. Yeah, yeah so okay. very cinematic. So those. What are the, your problems with the movie? No, um, oh, no, wait, we're doing ups. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Christina, ups. Did you do a third up? Um, I, 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 yeah, he did. He I did, I did. Like three and a half. Yeah, I, I can't give this movie more he praise. Just, I, I, he gets I too much mic time on the show anyway. Yeah, yeah okay, I know. So cut the, f- the mic, cut the mic. You stole part of my up. My first up is sorry. I like the relationship between the youths. I like that um, the girl was, was not, she wasn't super bubbly. She was very smart. She wasn't super Portis head, but she made reference to it. Mm-hmm. I liked her style. I liked the two, Reed and The Rock. I liked their chemistry. I liked the slow development until it got to that stupid kind of weird kid montage for ABC after school. But before that, I liked kind of the development. I liked the animosity between the two alpha males, Reed and Doom, before mm-hmm. he became... I liked that. Um, I also liked that it wasn't a quick, like, we're just going to jump in and start... Ki- oh, I can't curse. We're going to start... Best killing stuff like it was uh, I like the fact that it was a story and that really was reminiscent of the gentleman that did Chronicle because Chronicle wasn't a oh it's all about fight fight it was a development of adolescence that movie and both uh, you could see his vision you could see his storytelling in both films Um, I liked I liked I liked I liked I've not seen read the book so when she's like yeah I'm Sue Storm and that's my brother I was like she's so white Somebody better explain that. And they're like, oh, yeah, here's the here's the meeting. They're, we adopted her. So I was like, okay, She's at least you're honest. Everything's explained out. Because I, I got really confused From for Kosovo. two seconds. Yeah, that was a yes. Yeah, interesting. So, interesting. Yeah. Was interesting that real call? or was that a joke? No, no that was, real, that was that just was her affecting an accent. The movie. And, then, and she put so. the accent on. As a joke. Yeah, she put joke. it on yeah, yeah, once. Yeah. 
But as a joke. As a joke, yeah. They yeah. really they really dug deep on that Kosovo Shush, angle. No, 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 no. Stop. Okay, I'm still going to I'm going to go on and on cuz I like this movie. Um Kosovar what I did fans. like was There's a huge um it. The fire the fire kid. I like the fact that he was just a nutty kid. He wasn't like he didn't have 15 layers of well, I'm going to save the world. No, he's just a kid that likes to drag race. There are a lot of kids that are just freaking kids and they're just annoying. They're just hotheads. And but, it, but I, they did that movie. They did, yeah, but they've they done all seven of these of them. They did seven so Fast gonna, and Furious movies. Oy vey. We're not why, going there. Why? Okay. Well, well, I, 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 I agree with cars. I agree with Christina. Why is the human torch racing cars? Why does I, I agree with intro? Yeah, well, why not? I mean, it, it felt to me like they took Vince from Friday Night Lights and just set him on fire. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so backhanded. Yeah. Um, so what else did I like? Um, okay, we can we can start trashing now. Before we trash it, there <laughs> no, I'm going to go. I want to say things I uh, like. Yeah. Oh, I, I matter, really? too. Oh. You like something? David Jeez. matters. Okay. You want, let's <laughs> cut all their mics. Cut all their mics. <laughs> David, David matters. It's the David show. <laughs> Give okay. him like a spotlight. Things that I liked about this movie. All right, so... Um, I really love the progression of Kate Mara's hair. Really? <laughs> Her hairstyle it was seamless. I'm over the you course of the movie goes from like this short cut Bobby Dark, you know, like yeah. kind of balayage. half brunette. Is it thing. Are we really gonna finally, sit here and talk about her hair? Finally yes. eventually I'm this is my up. <laughs> but finally when she becomes when she becomes uh, the invisible woman, not the invisible girl, the invisible woman. She's got these long, flowy, blonde hairs going. So, like that, that out, like it was like. You're a it, woman now. It was fantastic. I thought that was a great progression. David, I'm going to request really an addition to our bylaws for the Screenwriting Collective <laughs> that you can never actually speak to a character's hair. Why not? Thank a, you. I second that. As, as an up, I, I think that's. I think that's. Anyway. That's ridiculous. Thank you for taking it. You don't think that was in the script? Let's never go there again. Yeah, I don't think okay. so. I don't think so. So, um, I, I also like that uh, the Invisible Woman had a special uh, superpower. You're all about Sue, aren't about, you? I am all about Sue. There's, there's not, um, there's yeah, not as much, uh, there's not a lot of other characters in you here to, to get. I'm about Sue and Doom, basically. I wish they hooked right up. Um, Sue's uh, pattern recognition ability early on, they talk about it. Um, they talk about her having this sort of code-breaking thing. Mm -hmm. It's not that she's a hacker. She can do pattern she's, recognition. I like that, and, too. It's um, predictive analytics, basically. It's a yeah. marketable skill these days. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, data science. Yeah, <laughs> go, get, go, go get a degree in that. Um, and, but they also do that thing where she has to listen to music. And they, and they bring that back, where she uses yep. the music to zone out, I'm to use her special power. Now, and it's not about the invisible that. woman powers, like a more practical power. Because as soon as we get to the superpowers, I get a little lost, guys. And it's a relatable power. A lot of us do a lot of stuff. You, mm -hmm. you put your headphones on and you kind of zone for... Yeah. Can we linger on this for a moment? Like... I'm amazed that they chose Portishead as what she was listening to. They were trying oh, to be edgy. They, they were trying to be edgy. <laughs> like, uh, I, yeah. I that mean, was I'm, edgy in, like, 94. Yeah, right? that's the yeah. part that was, in, it's like, in the, the the first preview that we saw, that the was The Roger Corman, edgy. yeah, 94, I think the first Portishead album came out. I mean, hey. Dummy. I, I, yeah. like, I like Portishead. I'm cool with that, but I think I'm dating myself every time I but say Kate, that. But so. you know, Kate so was trying writers. to do a little Rooney there, right? She was trying to do Girl with the Dragon Tattoo yeah. for a moment, Aww. right? They thought <laughs> they had the other sister. Is that what happened? Exactly. No, it's 100%. Yeah. What yeah. Happened? This is Kate, Kate without one. the tattoo. But she listens in the porter's head. Number three. Um, my third up is I really liked um, and going to some of the uh, uh, the horror aspects yep. of this film. Um, I, I remember when 
Reed is first shown as um, with his body deformed yeah. from the from the uh, event, and he's like completely all elastic out. That was like shocking. Yeah. When when Johnny Storm is first shown on fire, he's suffering in yeah, pain, yeah. right? You know, when when they show Doom eventually, he's like he can't. You know, his 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 his. Suit has been welded to him. That's dark shit. That is some. That's some evil stuff. I can just imagine some kid sitting next to his mom, you know, just crying. You know, mommy, why is this man screaming on fire? And this other yeah. man screaming that his arms are being pulled apart. My and daughter I, was like, yeah. he's got really long arms. I think that's that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that heaviness, that yeah. dark side of this movie, was something that uh, wanted to get explored but didn't. Right. And we saw it like visually here and there. Um, so I like that stuff. Cool. And I got three, and that's it. Let me just add one more bid in before we start Possibly trashing. Yeah, 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 we're not oh, trashing awesome. anything. We're gonna Jeremy's we're gonna analyze the script everything. from a screenwriter's perspective. It's a good point because no one else on the internet is trashing this movie, so we should. Right, <laughs> we're not doing that. No, we're not gonna do that. And, and, and that's and that's being real. Like, I, I we don't do that at the collective. At the collective, we do script, script analysis. Yeah, objectively. Three ups and three critiques. Um, having said that, there was a great. I, I like the bit before they get into the pod, um, and they get like drunk. Yeah, I, that was a nice mo- opportunity. Nice. That, that was a that was a place where I would have wanted to see more. Like I would have liked to see exactly, you know, and 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 to get and to get Ben actually. That was the part that bothered me. That he wasn't drunk, so why is he following them? I would have liked to see them all get just trashed, and that's how they end up where they are, which kind of happened. But it was a great little bit. I like that bit where they're socializing, they're laughing a little bit. The first half of the movie, you're right, had several opportunities for character development, but then they used those scenes. For exposition completely. Right. We don't know Instead they of getting to know them. Cut. Well, yeah, do. I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Now. So we're going to move forward, guys. Um, you want to do quickly your. Because we, I want to get on the beat sheet, you'll get to all your downs. Sure. But let's just each do your biggest problem with the movie. Okay? Number one. Just one. And you'll get to your other two as we do the beat sheet. Does that, that sound good? good. All right. Jeremy, biggest issue with this film. I think the biggest issue with this no film swearing. is yep. that this concept has uh, has gone stale. And this was Marvel's original uh, comic. It was like 1961. It was you know early Stanley and Jack Kirby. Uh, their and first team. Their team they, of superheroes. They've been referred to as the first team or the first family uh, of of Marvel and of superheroes. And I think at the time they must have been really awesome. And I remember like in the 80s, like seeing like images of the thing and thinking like that guy is so cool and, and kind of feeling a little bit about that with, with the torch. Um, but if you look at, okay, 1961 was a long time ago, um, a lot's changed. And in the original comic, they had like cosmic rays were what kind of changed them. And they, yeah. they had to tweak that and make it teleportation to another dimension. But because in, in 2005, the Jessica Alba, they did cosmic rays yeah that's well. where they well yeah then and, and but they were like "Ooh, cosmic rays are old so let's let's go to teleportation and interdimensional travel and that Sounds that's all cool. fine it's like planet but, zero i liked planet but they zero. they they, they changed that there. but they, they're not willing to change anything else in the kind of the original recipe and if you think about it, okay so the thing is cool the torch is cool like uh reed is is not a cool character i mean he's been he's been eclipsed by inspector gadget like you know, <laughs> he, he's not he's not interesting in any way and he's mr fantastic oh, there's absolutely stop. nothing fantastic about fantastic. him he and, is and fantastic. sue storm is, is like 
like she should be cool. Like she she's she's Miss Invisible, right? Or, the or the Invisible Woman. woman. woman yeah. And and yet we never see her using that at all. We just see her using her magic bubble never to fly us the, around. She's like the bus the driver of this she, she, of this movie. So that's unfortunate. So they they, they were they she changed a few things as far as the 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 creation myth. But they, they could have taken it further. And I don't think I, I'm sure that there would have been some fanboys who were who were kicking and screaming if we'd made they Reed Richards are. more interesting. Right. Uh, but you know what? We don't need the Elastic Man or Mr. Incredible or whatever anymore. <laughs> Let's come up with something that's actually contemporary. And this whole thing gets so trumped by X Men. Like in fact, they're, they're talking about salvaging the series by bringing like Fantastic Four and X Men together because we need a bigger ensemble. So I think the, I think the concept, the high concept, is. Lost and it it, it it's it's it, dated. It wasn't it wasn't rich enough. The, these this group of superheroes is not rich enough. Sixty I, years later, it is not rich enough. Yes, well, okay. So my I I, I, would, I was gonna give it to you, but yeah. my my, my biggest it. problem yeah. is is related. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the mic for that. I think that at the heart, these superhero movies right are all adaptations mm -hmm. of the original mythology yeah. of the original. Um, no, mythologies that were created as comic books. Comics. And when you adapt a story, when you adapt, you have to improve upon the original. You have to improve um, upon the original or else what you're doing is not worth it, okay? It's like, like Mad Max. Right, well, exactly. Mad Max, the new Mad Max improved on the mythology, right? Um, uh, uh, the first, I don't know why this is coming to mind, but it, the, the TV series for Hannibal very successfully improved on the Hannibal Lecter mythology. Um, I think, oh, Battlestar Galactica, improved. very successful, yep. you know, you know, getting a wider view of, of the things, getting a wider view of all the things uh, that could possibly be in that universe. Um, it reminds me a little of American Idol. Because on American Idol... <laughs> wow, you just took me sideways with that. <laughs> American Idol, okay. I, in American Go Idol, ahead. when the singers, they sing the song exactly the same way as the original artist, it's boring it as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But when, when the, the great artists who win American Idol, they do a new arrangement. They bring it, they give the song a new, a new verve or a new feel or a new theme, yeah. right? And they sing a song in the way we've never ha heard it before. That's, you know... That's where the success on on Idol is, and that's where the the success in these um, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies are when they reinvent. And this is where this movie fails fundamentally. There's no reinvent. There's so little reinvention here. There's so little freshness brought, and sa sadly, they are using the 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 most uh, most overused hackneyed origin story. For superheroes, we've seen since the beginning, since um, since Spider-Man, right? I'm wearing, by the way, this is my. I don't know if the fanboys can see, but this is my uh, fan. This is my Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark Memorial Musical show, right? Like this is the last time um, there was a superhero tra uh, movie enterprise that was as tragic as Fantastic Four. And you actually got that because someone from the cast fell on you when you went and saw that musical, right? <laughs> there were injuries, yeah. yeah. But but you've got to reinvent. You know, right. in, in Spider-Man, it's about a kid learning to use his powers and accepting his place in the world, and you're going to use that same origin story here. I know all the comic books heroes have this same origin story, but you've got to do better. You've got to do better with a $120 million movie. Right. I think there was... Visually, there was a lot of reinvention. In other words, I saw things in this movie that I have not seen visually 
in other superhero movies of this rating. What? Like uh, what? Yeah, it was... Like a gruesome scene where a guy's arm is stretching and he's screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah, that was, yeah, that that was, was interesting. The, where you get no, into... Yeah. Where, where you have that the, from... I'm sorry, and then you get you have you know a guy be burning alive in his suit and melts on his face. You know, so things like that, which I don't know if it worked at the end of the day. I'm not saying... But it was... I'd never seen that in a movie that was aimed for kids. Not since Batman Returns. He became that big blob and he poured out of a window. Oh, yeah, that was... You did have that kind of grotesque. A little bit. A little bit, but this But not the main characters. Like, you mentioned Cronenberg before, like, that this was... That the director was influenced by, you know, Cronenberg. Now I totally see that. Yeah. Especially, like, the movie, not the character, the thing, but the movie, the thing, just the weirdness. And so, in a way... The Cronenberg. Oh, Oh, that was Carpenter. I'm sorry, but but it, like, like yeah, like '80s movie, like '80 horror, '80s horror movies. Like I got a vibe of like this just disgusting, dark, kind of gritty. Um, oh, and film. we yeah. only touched on it briefly. We and, did, and, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't so. in the but but that's visually. So what you're down? No, no, no. So I'm <laughs> no. So get, getting to that, um, the problem I had with this film was that it didn't feel like, and it's hard to talk about the script because honestly, I don't feel like we're reviewing the script. We're reviewing a movie that wasn't finished. I, yeah. I look at it, uh, and I, I've spoken to, and this is not just because I knew about things that were going on on set. Leaving that aside, I've spoken to people who had seen the movie, and it feels odd. It's not, it, it's it's beyond bad. It's an odd movie to watch because there are holes. There there are things that just you have to connect it in your head. And there's just a year later, five days later, two years later, I feel like there's movie missing. So I feel like I didn't watch a full movie. Where did it Where did it leave you incomplete? At what point? Well, many without p- jumping, we're gonna jump forward. Yeah, beats, but I'll give you a good just, example. Uh, just, 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 uh, yeah. I'll give you a good example. So these characters, they have their accident. They go to to um, planet X, uh, planet zero. Sorry, planet zero, and you know these horrible things happen. First of all, Victor is left on that planet. We don't discuss when they get back. That we, you know. Like there's no one we mentioned. Like oh, where's Victor? You know, where's where's Victor? No, because we fast forward a year. A year. But so, that is the but worst then, place you could possibly yeah. fast forward. Stru- structurally, they miss like the most important part of the right. movie by fast forwarding yes. a year. But it that also is conspicuous. The first half of it's conspicuous how absent Victor is. Everyone's like, hey, yeah, you know. Right, it's like, you know, let's test out our powers. And it's like, wait, we we, we lost someone. The the training montage where you learn your powers is supposed to be the fun and games of of a superhero movie, and they just skip over it, give us, like, a montage of, you know, what they've been doing while Reed is gone. They're they're in prison. There is no fun in games. Like, whoever (laughs) wrote this didn't understand... How second acts work, and that you should have some fun in games. Yeah. Because we're just gonna we're gonna have this turn into like you know it's 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 like Solzhenitsyn or something. You know we, we can't we can't just have like them going and exploring their superpowers. We have to have them in a gulag. I mean it's right. ridiculous. They they completely glossed over the second act yeah. where everything fun and would have happened. Let's get to that, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. Because we're talking Christina, a lot about it. Christina, what's your down? And then we're gonna do start doing the beats. Okay. So my down is a little bit different from you guys. My down was the the. The biggest problem, to sum it up, is is lack of, of upping the ante so far as in the villain realm. Um, the military guy, the lead military guy, felt like he came straight off of, like, Charmin commercials. He was not a Jack Nicholson. He wasn't a Tom Berenger. He wasn't anything that I feared at all. And I, I kind of, I didn't... I always want that kind of um, full metal jacket guy screaming in your face when I see military, that dogger kind of... I'm gonna do whatever it takes for military. So he sucked to me. Um, you know who that guy was? That was one of the brothers from Old 
like, oh, brother, where are you now? It was a really weird oh, person to cast as a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, but he wasn't. And so, and also, again, upping the ante, Doom wasn't there enough. The military wasn't strong enough. There was no real all is lost. They threw it in like, oh, we'll throw a black hole in because we didn't really give you. When they finally catch Reed in Mexico moving his face around, and they're like, you're coming back here, and you're going to build something. He isn't distraught. He's like, okay, here's your second time machine. Like, where's the problem? Where's the all is lost? Where's the, you know, him coming out of the trenches, the Phoenix? I never f I felt like what I don't have a problem with are the good guys. What I have a problem with is they didn't build strong enough obstacles. It just seemed insurmountable and that's what well, I we, felt like we it was did, they off, didn't even have an A story right they, what are they doing what's their goal it was kind of Reed's right? journey Reed disappears he's he our protagonist yeah. and he disappears yeah. and then the other two are sort of imprisoned alright we'll get to it Yeah. the long term goal go. seems to be interdimensional travel yeah the, the, trans, the teleportation yeah. like who perfects what? it oh. so uh -oh. What we got to do next? All right, we're going to start with opening image. Opening image. So, an opening image is supposed to be the visual representation um, of the central struggle of the movie um, and give us the tone of the movie right up front. Um, it's supposed to mirror the closing image. It's also, uh, sometimes it's a snapshot of the main character's problem up front. Do you guys remember what the opening image for, for uh, Fantastic Four was? Elementary school? Yeah. I thought it was the machine first. No. It was school first? It's, it's school. It's school. It's Reed scribbling in a book. Yeah. You see what I wrote here? I, I wrote Flint Lockwood because it reminded me of the montage of Cloudy with Chance and Meatballs when he made the shoes, the can't take off shoes. Right, he's like that scribbling was, in his yeah, book. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So interesting choice for an opening image. I'm not sure what the metaphor is. Any ideas? Yeah, I... I would say that a cl if, if you know if you fast forward like the next scene would a perfect metaphor is when he tries the machine blacks out the entire neighborhood and screws the things up for everybody because that, that just mimics <laughs> yeah because he essentially does that towards the end everything just screws up because of his invention so, yeah but yeah this scene in general I, yeah it's a it establishes that he's smart I mean you know that's yeah that, but the what tone of the movie theme of the it, movie but like, it establishes the the friendship. Like it's, right. it's the beginning that's, of the friendship between Reed fine. and Ben Graham. That's fine because, but that's not the opening image. That's the opening scene, and the opening scene, the relationship between Ben and Reed, mm -hmm. and is great. I love that, and that's yeah. part of the setup. But it wasn't the opening image, and it does not jive with the closing image. Do you guys know what the closing is? The final image is uh, some offices. really bad dialogue about <laughs> yeah, fantastic what, fantastic oh what, God. fantastic oh what. Do it. We're super. Yeah. Don't do it. It's like, is he really going to say what match. I this think is, he's going to say? Let's be honest about it. It's they like, remember match. this horrific stuff that just happened? Let's just smile and laugh and call ourselves hey. a name. We're a team. It's fantastic. Just like the Avengers. And yet. Like, okay, can we, can we just talk about... It's like, tremendous. Ben, ben Grimm has basically just spent the entire movie a, being pissed. An and then he answers, what do you think about all this? It's fantastic. That's right. Like, he was That angry. makes no sense. Because right. he, he got a paycheck. He had to say it. Like his his actual answer was it fucking blows, but like right. did he you know, get like he, a rock? He, he said like it was man fantastic. cave. Did they make? Did they hook him up? Is that? that oh, was, oh yeah. Why I, are we I love how they they roll that? into the new um they roll into the the new laboratory and uh, it's like the end of break. Michael B. Jordan is like like um. I want uh, roof, he, he's like I'm yeah, gonna take yeah. that area over there. Like that, that looks like a great area. 
Plus, if I was Ben Grimm standing there looking at this big laboratory, I'd be like, dude, why are you standing here? Fix me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and what, am I, what am I supposed yeah. to do? Yeah. Like, I'm not, you know, with my big fat fingers, yeah. like, I'm not typing anything. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing any He's science. still a rock. He's the only non-scientist. I would be like, dude, you're I'm smart people. Just fix me already. I'm still a rock. Yeah. There are a lot they should have just had a bunch of stuff he could have broken. <laughs> what would have been a better him? opening and closing image for the theme? I, I mean, think you're right about the blow up. The, the whole blow kind up, of yeah. like take mm -hmm. out the power. Well, where he um, is in his parents' basement and he tries the, his early invention as a kid, and, he, and, and all the power goes out like it's 2000. What is it, six or something? Yeah, yeah. Up. Was that when when we had a blackout in New York City? 2003, yeah. Okay, because I, I, I thought they were yeah. trying to like insinuate that he caused the blackout of 2000, whatever. I forget and what it was. And then just have his best but friend anyway. walk past his house and be like, ugh. But to me, that. But to me, and then you could have closed at the laboratory. Right. And Reed starts messing around and right. he blacks out the laboratory. Right, right. No. Right? Uh, now uh, you got it. Right. Now you got a good opening and closing work. image, right? But here, here's the thing, and, and I'm, I'm not going to belabor this too long, but I think this movie started about 45 minutes early. And you mentioned the drunken scene, and I've got a big problem with like a bunch of people getting drunk and creating all the action for the movie. Uh, <laughs> like unless it's unless it's a like a I hangover movie. Yeah. I got this idea. Yeah. But, We're going but to let's just roll dimension. with it. Let's just roll with it. If you started with that, yeah, and, and then you would get to the superpowers much earlier, which yeah. is the biggest problem structurally. I know I'm yeah, jumping yeah. ahead, yeah, yeah. but we don't. We, this is not a typical superpower move, movie in the way that that they they handle it because we don't get to see the superpowers until really really late. Really late, yeah. And they're not that super. Um, yeah. I like, though, how a decision, you know, based on, like, I like that that showed, and you're right, it was kind of just kind of thrown in there, like, why is Reed just drinking for the first time when he's around all his expensive equipment? Um, but I like how that mistake kind of, like, that's interesting to me. Like, oh, I really screwed things up for everybody, and now we have to deal with this. Like, that's an interesting premise there. They didn't go with it, though. Like, yeah. they, it was not, it was lost, and, you know. So if, if I, we can quickly jump to setup. Right, the setup is the the first ten pages, first fifteen minutes, the first touch. act of our movie, yep. um, where the main character's world is set up. Yep. Um, where we find out what's uh, if there is a character arc to be had, we find out what's missing for one of the characters. Um, there's a got to be a sense of stasis equals death, right? The before life sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, the the ordinary world for Reed needs to be so terrible. He that didn't really get he that, He has though. to break into a second act, um, or he's going to figuratively die, right? Yeah. Um, did we get anything like that? The closest thing... I'm what do sorry. we got? Well, the closest thing I can think of is, no. I mean, at that science fair, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he's like, when he, that professor's like, oh, I'm not interested in magic tricks or something, after right, he just right. essentially makes something evaporate mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and teleport something. So he's basically dealing with the fact that, that, that people don't... Uh, Appreciate him and respect well, him, and then his, he has the, the ordinary Mr. world is established early that reads a boy's genius, right? right. He, he's in class and he's uh, and he's misunderstood by a science teacher, right? Wow. Okay, and then, which is very stupid. That's to not me. a stasis not equal a, death situation. No, that's just you know. No, a kid. no he's Einstein, and and I, the movie's going to progress in any number of ways. Oh, we should have totally been Einstein. like home. I'm going to reference everything like animation because I have a six-year-old. <laughs> But home, she was trying to find her mom. Like, if his mom or dad was gone, and he was trying to find or pull much a family stronger, member back. Much stronger, much stronger. Trying to go to the to uh, another country yeah. or another dimension to get the family member back. Yeah. That's and a, you that's have a, a journey. Kind of like death. Tron, I gotta go find my dad. Tron. Yeah. 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 yeah, Another, another dimension. <laughs> I like that. Um, there is one moment, one sense where 
there where we all, we get to see Ben almost lives in like an abusive household. Yeah. Did you notice that where his yeah. brothers like beating on him? But then the mom comes over and beats on the brother. Don't hit your brother. Don't hit your brother. <laughs> and they took away all, any of the depth and of the scene. fact that Ben might be living in an abusive household. Hey, yeah, not to you? not to totally yeah. sabotage this this whole podcast, oh. but oh. what oh. if they did a Fantastic Four from Ben Grimm's perspective? That would be awesome. Why? Why? What's because Ben? Because Reed Richards is not very interesting. Right. Like ben when it comes down to it, nobody character. cares about the like the middle-aged scientist. And yeah. I know that he's cat. We like we tried to cast him as like a younger guy, but he's always kind of like middle-aged guy who's married like in the young Marvel kid comics. Breaking Bad, like that renegade bad. No, guy. no I, like if you had like the the guy who was down in the dumps, I like Ben Grimm. Like okay, anyway, that's another story. Yeah, I would, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Would, you're welcome, Marvel. You're welcome. Go ahead and run with that. I'm gonna confuse everybody who's listening now because actually that's the problem if you. You guys watched Chronicle, yes. right? Oh, the good kid becomes a bad kid. The, the bad kid is far more interesting. Yes, right? yeah. remember he's taking he ca- he's taking care of his sick mother. Yep, and we find out that that's what turns him dark, and he eventually becomes evil. And the main the good guy is kind of the boring uh, high school regular guy, right. and uh, you that he yeah. ends up being the main character when we really thought the more interesting guy was the kid who had the problems. Yep. Um, so that reminded me of that. Other things that were set up in the first act, Reed's a boy genius. His parents don't understand him, but we never see them. You don't know that his parents don't have... We he, haven't talked to them. He says they don't understand like, my oh, experiments. Do, what happened to he, the lights? That's he, he's, he's in the, he's, a lot of exposition, you know? He's in the... He's, he's in the uh, He's in the garage, though. He looks like a little Doc Brown from Back to the Future. He's like yeah. making shit, yeah. right? Anything, I like those scenes. I thought that stuff was fun. Leeway by his parents to have all of that stuff there. Yeah, Th- those had a, that had a, those, those scenes had a very '80s vibe to me, like like in a good way. Like mm-hmm. it just seemed very simple, and I like that he's like has these gadgets in his garage. And, and their friendship grows by yeah. stealing something. Yeah, stealing something from a garage. Very Goonies to me, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like that. Yeah. with a chance of meatballs. There was like no that. short round in this movie. Yeah. No short round. No, there was not. All right, so that's our setup, and and we very very quickly get to our catalyst. Catalyst is where the opportunity to go on the journey is presented to the main character. Where is the opportunity presented? Right now, it's it's the the two folks showing up and saying, "Hey, yeah, you're gonna get saying. a scholarship. Like, come a work scholarship for a to a it private a science like no, corporation. It was the what sand. didn't even make yeah. sense. Right, right. What was it? Yeah, it's a college. No, it's the sand. Yeah, but like, the sand could, doesn't move the action. Yeah, it does in the sense that that would be his only real reason. He could probably go to a bunch of different places. But the fact that they're on the same path well, that's their and they key. have more imp- that's, that's their I mean. key yeah. to yeah. come the, and join back. Yeah, that that the sand on his plane is this. Special interdimensional sand. And, yeah. And I like how he's like, it's, we think it's some part of uh, uh, the Guazhong province in China. He's like, yeah, no, you're totally off. No, yeah. That was funny. Um, and, but um, that's their, that's our catalyst, is yeah. right? That's our catalyst, is just, you know, uh, fast forward five years from Question. Reed and Ben being friendship, and then they show their teleporter at the high school fair, and their science teacher doesn't like it. But um, Doctor Storm and Sue do. So, question: Do you want to know what might have worked a little bit better from a beat sheet standpoint? Yeah, go for it. Enlighten us, Jeremy. Uh, I'm just thinking, like typically, the break into two with a superhero movie. It's not the break into two. This is the catalyst. The inciting incident slash catalyst catalyst would involve would involve finding their powers, and that if if they had found their powers at the catalyst moment, 
this whole movie would have flowed a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. Now, so now you're talking about shifting the midpoint. The midpoint of our movie is when they, they right. get their powers, right? So now you're talking about shifting that midpoint all the way back to the catalyst. Thank you. And then we can, then you don't have to skip over the training montage. Right. I'm they doing, learn to use their powers. I'm doing what we never do to the members of, of our collective, which is tell them the script they should have written. <laughs> no, no but uh, that's that. what we do on the script all the time. No, that's a great choice because where do, what are we doing in the fun and We're going to get to fun and games soon. And what are we doing? The fun and games is supposed to be the promise of the premise. And we're not getting superhero promise of the premise stuff. We're yeah. getting prison. They're in prison. Yeah. Uh-oh. And yes, Doctor Doom. Just that were the final, spirits of Final Four. That was that. Final Zero down. is sucking us in. That was that was uh, that was um, uh, Sue Storm's super, uh, 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 protective her, her bubble shield, bus. Her shield. The transporting that, that, bus. No, that, you're that was Doctor Doom's telepathical like uh, scanners, like you know, power. Okay, I want to go back brain. to. The, you're saying though, if that means all four characters would need to be introduced way earlier, and at this point they would all need to have start stretching, start flaming. Yep. Okay. I, I no, you make that's a great point. But it, that, I just, that's it, you know, pretty quick. There, there's a lot of a lot of stuff about like, you know, kind of build up to that point, but we don't really care until they have powers. That's so they're just, you're yeah. just straight doing it, and then start flashbacking to how they met, or I, I think so you set up, you like, kill this. If, if you're going to keep the, the script the as is, this like I, I do think the idea that the that the catalyst is it, or, or that that so much of the action is drunk. Maybe by not this. the catalyst, but the break into two is starting to use your powers. Because right. if you think about another successful Marvel movie, which was Iron Man, okay, yep. the the catalyst is him getting um, kidnapped. Yeah by the people he sells his weapons to, and um, the fun and games is him building an Iron Man suit, right? right? Yep. So he's breaking it too. Already starts to get some Iron Man-ish type stuff going on, yeah. and it's interesting, and we get to see his his uh, superpowers. Okay, so I have are a theory you about superhero that, movies, it, though. Hold that theory. Yeah. Are you saying that because it's a superhero, we can't develop out, that we need to jump I think we should develop out, but I, but I think that... In, in a super hot movie, the, the, the fun and game stuff is really important. And if you think about the first Spider-Man, when Tobey Maguire is, is like, he's just figured out he can shoot like webs out of his yeah. hand, and he's, he's going between the buildings, that up. is the fun and games. It's right the there. promise of the, the premise. It's the quintessential yeah, yeah, yeah. fun and games. Absolutely. And, and we, we deprive our audience of that altogether. With they, this, they, this di- they just skipped it. But Reed, Reed goes for development, you like Chronicle. Yeah, but you, no, you've got 15 minutes for development. You've got 20 mil- minutes for development in the first act, okay? If you're not... Um, so by that, you're saying by the end of 15 minutes, powers have to be out. Well, I mean, I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I, I'm, he's saying it's better than what they did do, which is leave the powers to the midpoint and such things. Um, do we have a... Because um, I jumped ahead, but uh, because it didn't happen... We, we, we know what the catalyst is. Yeah. Did we get a theme stated anywhere? Usually a theme stated is uh, a character, uh, um, not necessarily a main character, but somebody will drop um, sort of very, uh, very on the side a line in the movie that speaks to the theme of the movie. And maybe then, if we found a theme stated, we could speak to the theme of Fantastic Four. Did any of you guys find a theme stated in that first uh, ten minutes, there there were a number of instances where Doctor Storm mentions the theme like togetherness, and I don't have the dialogue quote. Yeah, yeah. But but like that's that's a classic theme of the Fantastic Four. You're stronger together than you yeah. are, you know. I mean, they, they put they put it in both trailers. I think right. that you know we got to be together. 
Right. And then, you know, Reed says it towards the end, you know, he's stronger than any of us, but not stronger than all of us or something yeah. like that. Effect. Yeah, but isn't that the theme of, like, every superhero team movie, we're better together, let's not right. fight? It's Avengers, it's like, you but know. But this is the original superhero team right. movie. So yeah, but they, you gotta do, gonna... you gotta reinvent, we gotta do better. There is no real new one. So, okay, so I, I actually, there, there was a moment, one of the things that Dr. Storm says is, you guys will have to work together to fix the world my generation screwed up. Yeah, and actually, Remember they June? should have given that dialogue to Victor, by the way, just, you know, for what comes later, but, you know, yeah, but that, that is the But thing. that's what Doom, see, Doom starts out pretty dark, like, uh, yeah. uh, the world yeah, sucks, like the I'm not thing. joining you, a yeah. misanthrope. Wasn't he an like, arsonist? Like, he, like they mentioned that he got, like, arrested because trouble. he tried to, yeah, he tried mm -hmm. to burn down the freaking lab. Glad yeah, I mean, so, he had you know, which watched. was interesting, like, that stuff was interesting to me, we just... To kind of just brush the I think out. we they then stated in, the thing. in one scene okay, I'm sorry no, no, go, go. I, I, I was just going to continue in one scene with with uh, Von Doom they establish his character as really dark and 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 kind of a bad guy and yeah. he's going to be and he's he's actually some of the more interesting um, he, he presents some of the more interesting antagonism to Sue and to Reed in the fun and games which end up just be being like laboratory fun and games um, but theme stated? No, I think uh, the rock kid when he was still a kid and he would, they were the thing. His the, name's the, the thing. thing. The thing. Um, he said that when the whole thing blew up, he was like, "You're crazy, man." You're and then, insane. Yeah, and then come to think of it, I feel like both Doom and Reed are cut from the same damn cloth. <gasps> Oh, what cloth? What cloth is that? They're both geniuses. One's a little bit nicer, but they're when you see it, they're still science at all ends because yeah. at the point of which Reed could have saved his friends he went off to perfect the machine and get doomed back they, I feel like it's, they put science over friendship and they're what both kind of what did Reed do we, he went to he like went to he Mexico went on vacation and tried he went to he got some he got like pina coladas in Mexico yeah. or something and he, and he was, was like he but was the point like, is he didn't he save his friends like in a, a way a he's just Latino as dark as man. Doom and both he and Doom work on his salsa merengue both of them are scientists over I want to say hu hu humane people. Like they both would choose science. Yeah. Over no, you, that's interesting. People. You know, and we don't get that actual duality in this film of Doctor Doom versus Reed. In the end, they just happen to be against each other. Right. Actually, you Doom is nicer than Reed. You don't get the philosophical um, yin yang. Yes, or, you do, because. Uh, Dr. Doom wanted to kill us because we weren't good enough to go to his planet. So and? he cared about a greater purpose. Reed just wanted to fix his machine. So I would say Doom is actually a better... Fit, Reed does at one point say, I want my work to help people. But right. you don't get this, like... You don't, they're so not really the at head. Well, there's at a problem ends. here, and the problem is that he was on that planet for like a year, Doom. And like his ideology, in which time he had t he had time to fashion a cape and a hood. Yeah, that was yeah. a really cool. Well, cape. No, he had to work on his hood. They have a separate eleven there. Yoda don't worry look. about it. Like, yeah, he was like knitting and shit. But here's the thing, though. Like on that during that year, like, and this is why skipping a year is problematic. It's like, well, maybe he came up with this whole plan, like why Earth is bad and what he has to. But we didn't hear about this. We, like yeah, we as audience members are right. like, right. I don't right. know what the answer yeah, is. Yeah, suffering for a year would make you right. a little bit more misanthropic yeah, and crazy. There's, there's some serious antagonist crypt 
uh, like like creep about this whole thing. I mean, at first it seems like he's just mad. Yeah. And then he talks about like you don't deserve this world. You're gonna destroy yeah, the universe. Why? Where did that We're come like, from? What are you even talking Doesn't, about? Isn't it like the dude <laughs> right. in uh, the Watchmen, the glowy dude that was that got really like the earth, the people are horrible. You remember the glowy dude in Watchmen? Yeah, yeah I know what you're And about, yeah. he had a problem with Rorschach. humanity. Rorschach. Yes. Yeah, no, Rorschach is a misanthrope, but he's like, he's a misanthrope because he, he tries to help people and he sees a dark, dark he, world he out there. He's a vigilante, like... And we don't see Vi- Victor... That much. <laughs> we don't... Like we don't... Manhattan, okay. That's right. It's Dr. Manhattan? No, Dr. Manhattan is like... Dr. Manhattan's <laughs> like... Uh, uh, he he doesn't care one? one way or the other. I, I think... Victor is an issue. I think the, uh, this whole oh, f- fast forwarding a year we love is, him, is a lot of issues. Let, let me, this whole thing though, like, like when he finally like shows up on the scene, and then like uh, the the Doctor Storm is like gets in his way, and it's like you can't do this. You can't, you know, you can't go. You can't be alone. And then suddenly we're worried about Doctor Doom being alone. Yeah, like you know, maybe, you were worried. Maybe he needs some. Company. That's between you. <laughs> this is too much. Like, you should get on Matchstock. Who knows what? Like, what? what is the real concern here? And then it's like, no, I'm gonna destroy you people because you don't respect your planet. We don't. I mean, it's we, just, but like, what's he mad about? Like, is he mad about? He could be mad about anything. He could be mad about Trump. Like, we don't even know. Yeah. What he's mad <laughs> is about. it or is it environmentalism? Is it the state of the well, Republican back, Party? Up, we don't know wow. what he's angry about. We just know he doesn't think things are working out very well. Well, let's back up a second. And, and this goes to the confusion. He's on this planet, and we send in our, our troops to go explore the planet, and they're like, wow, things have, you know, looks different here and all this yeah, stuff. Talk about oh a bunch God. of red shirts, yeah. by the way. Right. That's <laughs> a whole team of red shirts. And they see Doom walking up, you know, looking like he's dying in his Such cape. Weird and he's like, save me, you guys finally came. And they take him back. Yeah, they saved his ass. Like, let's bring this. Let's bring this organic being who we don't understand hey, back to our dimension in case he's got something useful to say to well, us. That's what he's and I can't even get a cantaloupe to Mexico. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll take a cantaloupe back, but I'm not taking like some freaky guy who's got a suit right. fused to his body and <laughs> seems to have supernatural powers. Like, I'm not bringing him back to Earth. Like, hello. Oh, there that's is a problem. Doom. That's a big All problem. right, let me let's jump. Uh, let's just jump a couple beats that are yeah. really quick. Debate. Uh, Debate is where the main character or other characters doubt or discuss the journey they go on. What's um, the journey? <laughs> the, the, the journey is... Uh, I'm gonna. We're going to skip this one real quick. The journey is when Reed decides to go work at Baxter. Okay, yeah. And there's a little bit of debate where the science teacher's like, your, 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 um, your uh, science project is, is crap, and Dr. Storm says it's awesome, but and then the, it's not sand from China, it's sand from intergalactic, you know, interdimensional. That's basically yeah, the debate. Zero. And then... Without, with a very, very little, there's no, there's no um, hero denying the call to adventure. He's just like, yeah, I go work for you. You know, yeah. I'm a high school student, yeah, full scholarship to a private Long Island sucks. corporation. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it is Long Island. It's Oyster, Oyster Bay. It's Oyster Bay. Represent Bay. Bridge and Tunnel. Yeah. By the way, that was a horrible Long Island accent. I must say. Oh, I didn't even He's hear a Brit. Ben's a yeah, Brit. Yeah, I'm totally joking. Yeah. Okay. As I'm okay. from Long Island, I have no... So, uh, breaking into two, yeah, breaking into two, we've got uh, Reed decides to go join Baxter and work on his teleportation machine and leave his Ben behind. Friend. That could have been something. Yeah. Right? That could have been... How's he going to afford Manhattan? But, but yeah, no, but the idea that he's leaving Ben behind... There's no. Um, I'll sing your boys. Ben's okay song. with that, and there's no sort of. Um, 
animosity or tension built from that, you know, because we, we had these two creating the machine together. Yeah. And they leave that, they and then they, and then together. as soon as the machine's ready, he calls him up. He's switch. like, "Bro, bro, we're getting drunk. We're going to the dimension show." Nothing and established he shows that Ben became yeah. smarter. All you established is he was his right wing and flipped switch. You didn't from the the little rough hooligan to teenager. You didn't. He didn't like. Oh, now I could ease because I'm hanging out with you. No, yeah. he's still that kid. All right. So uh, quick, I want to jump one more beat. Is our B story begins right? Which is read. Am I wrong? Reed and Sue? I said romance too. What's the B story? Or is it Reed and... What, what do you want the B story to be? Well, I it want it to be Reed and Sue because they're going to be Reed, married and you would hope there would be some sparks. And there's a baby. Yeah. But Victor's and Victor's Did jealous. Did you feel chemistry? Did you feel that chemistry? No, I felt no, no. chemistry. I, I, felt like, I felt like they were all 12. Uh, and there was, there was no, no romantic tension at all. I think the B story actually, as, as shown on the screen, is something about, like... You know the Fantastic Four not getting along. You know yeah. we all got to get together to make it work. Yeah. Because she, Sue, Sue Storm's like she's asexual in this movie. I mean she's just like she can create a bubble that can what? fly you around. Like she's not. You know there's there's no there's no romance. You know the B story is supposed to cross. The library. At, the, the B story. The is, library. I mean scene. he just met her and then he like yeah. had a bad flirt. It was with the her. worst stock romance like, dialogue I've yet. ever heard of. It was it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Sir, what she listened to? She says Portishead. He's like. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's how I flirt, but I mean, we're not going by me. <laughs> yeah. I, I set the bar very low. Yeah. When someone says you listen to Portishead, <laughs> and they listen to Portishead, your question is, like, where's the time machine? I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Where's so, the teleportation device? Yeah, exactly. So he's building it. Come on. But so the B story is supposed to influence so the A story at our midpoint. And it's supposed to influence our, our third act, right? So if the B Can story... Can the love triangle, then? Hmm? The love triangle. If it was the love triangle, if the love triangle between Sue Doom's and Victor, Victor and okay. and Reed, if that He's like, caused, don't mess with my girl. Don't if, look if, at her. If, 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 they, if their decision to, to go on the journey um, at the midpoint um, was be, due to the love triangle, like to impress Sue or... Um, to 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 one up each other, they end up trying to go to the interdimensional planet and get their powers. That would have been interesting. I and then and then the third act could be again again about Sue. Like, you know, you know the the the, the stock version is is Doom kidnaps Sue and Reed saves her. But at least okay. then your B story is tied in yeah. to your A story at the midpoint and at the third the break in the three, which is where you want it to be. Right now, I don't know where the B story is sitting. There was a problem with me, and I just realized that as you're saying this. Um, they had a competitive between the two boys for Sue, and I kept thinking, but it didn't really land, that they were going to try to fight to see who got it built first to show, to, to impress her. Like, yeah. that would be the running gag. Like We're not gag, but like you know, if, if I build it first, she's going to be mine, that right. kind of engine and i never saw that happen the only hint of that was in the third act when when he's like crushing her when when doom is crushing her force field and he's like i used to care for you but now i feel differently where did that where did that come from like it was not i mean it wasn't it it didn't have to be this way yeah that's that's, she's like what's your name again like we're like there did we go out at some point yeah well it didn't quite work so uh so where we at by the way there was a subplot that we didn't talk about I mean, we should, about the government somehow, the government's interest in... Oh, they're so horrible. Yeah, it's like, well, we, we now we could exploit this planet because if they made these people fantastic, and, and they didn't use that word, but if they made them superheroes, 
there must be something in that planet that can. That's make why they keep going back. Yeah. Super soldiers. I feel like, the, by the way, like the they government using that. technology for to create super soldiers is something yeah, I've seen in so many freaking yeah, comic yeah. movies. Weaponizing yeah. the superhero thing yeah. is the, the most totally hackney, trope. Is another yeah. hackneyed trope. I yeah. can't believe they used it. But if you're gonna go there, make them the antagonist. Don't have it be this kind of sideline thing. Like, make it actually matter. Instead yeah. of something we got to break free of before we can actually fight the real villain. Right. Would you have been happier if the military was working with the four and they were a team trying to do Kidoom and having like a stance? It felt like they were. I so, thought the like, team should have should have did yeah. what they did in the third act when the military is like, "Hey, you guys, uh, you guys won the day, and now you're gonna come work for us." And they're like, "No, you're gonna yeah. work for us." That would have been awesome, yeah. good fun and game stuff right up front. All right, yeah. and now we're gonna go, you know, like. Save some authority. Save, the, save the world. Instead of, apparently, in the fun and games, we're going to click ahead to fun and games now. Uh, fun and games is where we're supposed to see the promise of the premise, right? We're supposed to see, for a superhero movie, what's the premise? What what what, what, are, what are we supposed to see, fun and games? Let's see some superpowers. Learning to use Learning the superpowers. Sue Ditch, and I have to give her props, and I don't know if anyone else saw, but most of the times when people like land, when they fly, they land like Superman perfect, like with one leg up, mm-hmm. and they come down. I like the fact that she kind of... Kind of had to get her balance to land. I mm-hmm. I, I saw her funny games like learning how to land, learning how to push. Stuff. Yeah, but it was all in montage. It was yeah. in that one year montage, wasn't it? It was. Well, yeah, we skipped the funny yeah. games because we went one year ahead of where, where they, they actually learned their stuff. powers. Yeah, yeah. and which it was, is interesting. It was a tragic screenwriting decision. I mean, if there's one thing to learn from this, is if you want to write a superhero movie. Show us the fun games. Please. Because if you deprive us of that, what's the point? Give like, us because you gave us, give me my $15 because back. What did we get instead? We get, we get, um, you know, Reed starts working at the laboratory, right? Some witty banter, uh, attempts at witty banter between him and Sue. Victor thinks Reed's design sucks. They, they find, um, uh, they find some new images, um, Victor is a misanthrope. Oh, and somebody says, oh, Dr. Doom over here. Franklin says you'll have to work together to fix the world. Johnny Storm is introduced, and he's racing cars, and, and, and he, he can gets fix his, anything. his community service is become a scientist. Under uh, your dad. Creates work for your dad. Uh, work yeah, for dad. At a pop, um, non-profit. So this kind of stuff is That's like... That's actually his, his like, uh, the same actor story in, in uh, Friday Night Lights, by the way. Yeah. You got in trouble, and you got to go be a hero. Let so it go, let it go, let it go. Get... So so then, um, and then you have a you have a moment where uh, brother and sister storm finally. Oh, it's nice to see you again. I'm I'm glad you're not you know racing cars anymore. Sisterly vibes there. I really picked up on that. I really believe. Are you being facetious? There's a there's a there's a whole bunch of character attempts at character development that fall short. That's happening in our fun and games, that that would have been great in Act One. But now we're, we're, we're like, where are the powers? I think they felt constrained by that. Like, that, that Sue Storm is supposed to be uh, Dr. Storm's daughter. Like, they couldn't be like, you know, she's he wishes that she was his daughter. Yeah. You know, it, like, it, it was right there. It was just sitting there for him to pick it up. But, but she's smarter than Johnny or something. You know, there's so there some... was no fun and games. Well, no, these are, the fun, these are the fun and games. Things, such as they are. And they just, you know, and at one point he says, yes, our goal is to design, build, and send organic matter, and then bring it back, and then then we'll send the team. Um, I wrote, one of my comments is, without the superhero stuff in the fun and games, the character conflict is only keeping us, the only thing keeping us going, and it's like weak CW type, like, character oh, conflict, yeah. right? That's all it was. Supernatural. You know? Mm-hmm. Um... 
And and the, there's no jokes. Oh man, this that's is that's no humor. That's oh a, my god, yeah, it's humorless. It's a humorless. Uh, film. You got to measure these superheroes movies against yeah. Iron Man, all the witty banter in he's, Iron Man, he's, all he's the witty man, banter he's, Guardians he's of the Galaxy. A real smart yeah. ass. Okay, and that was an extreme. There's there there are professional comedy writers in Hollywood that you can give a script to this script to, to give to them a draft it. to yeah. punch it up, do some comedy, stop doing. Hey sitcom sea jokes I was, I was waiting for that relief of like tension where it's like you see all these horrific things and it's like alright this sucks for these people like these kids they went through they're all mutated it's like alright now when do we get like the you know the, the banter like they're friends they become friendly I want to see like silliness not like silliness but more just relief and you didn't get that you were just like oh wow this is just dude if you were a rock what would be your banter what would be <laughs> you make a point but I, I, I think rock the job is hard right? <laughs> I mean there's so many like bad but, things but, but in the say. comic books Johnny Storm and and, um, and and the thing were like like he was like picking on the thing all the time so like at least he would go off to think like oh you big you know you rocky ass you know or something like that and then Ben would be like, what did you say to me? You know, and it'd be like, it's clobbering time or something. That's a comic book. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but, but also yeah. also in the 2005, uh, Johnny Storm and, and Ben have a, a back and forth. And that's taken from the comics, yeah. Yeah, that's from the comics. There's some yeah. good conflict there. Actually, the best part of the funding games is the Doom-Reed conflict. There's like a, an image where... Uh, Reed is like writing on a whiteboard, and then Victor starts erasing his stuff, and there, and then there's a little bit of that tension of the triangle, yeah, right yeah. in that first in the fun and games. Uh, it just doesn't get developed. Victor's and the one who initiates the whole drinking, right? Like he's the one who has the flash. That's true, right? No. Okay, and so let's do that. Let's get there. Let's get to this. This is uh, where our midpoint's going to start, right? We get that scene that we all think is a really good opportunity for character development. Because the, the, they're kids, right? This is one of the first Marvel movies where the, the superheroes are really young, yeah. right? And so they do the thing where they're drinking. But I don't think it was that way in the comic book, though. I think they, they started off as adults. Oh, Reed Richards one. is an adult. Like the, yeah. the old, yeah, right? like middle-aged mm -hmm. man of Marvel. So, yeah, yeah. and talk about opportunities for reinvention. This is a scene that... Uh, that this that only this cast or this version of Fantastic Four could do is a bunch of kids, you know, you know, drinking alone, you know, late at night in the lab and like having like crazy ideas. So that was interesting. But the it's, first it's idea of Chronicle when they start drinking and they find that thing that becomes like that in me, Chronicle, yeah, right? It was right. The same way they got the. Oh, right. That's how yeah. they find their powers. They're all drunk. Like, yeah, let's touch this thing. They touch it. And they, they they get the superpowers. So right. I think that's it was. Well, that was in. So, oh, but him. but the only uh, the only thing that they the first idea they don't spend any time character development. We're drunk, getting to know you, Victor. What's your problem? What is your beef with the world? It's it, right. it's right. it's it's the Alaskan tuna issue. Yeah. <laughs> I, what's your issue? Right. You know, and and what is it with it's Sue? You and me, like I like Sue, you like Sue. I mean. It's uh, so we, we referenced this in the Age of Ultron podcast. It's the only good scene in the Age of Ultron. It's when everybody's sitting yes. around. There yes. is not and a good scene in there. There's, there's several good, good scene. scenes. It's and a it's, great it's, movie. It's when they're all sitting around they're before drink, things yeah. go crazy and they're drinking. They're schmoozing, yeah. And and they, they're all trying to pick up Thor's hammer. Yeah. And it was like it was it was oh, that extremely well was written. Funny. It was Josh Whedon <laughs> at his best. It's it's the only Josh Whedon we see in that entire <coughs> piece of junk. Uh, that movie's fine. Yeah, come on. Uh, it oh, come on. It. We're not but it was a great scene. Yeah, it's a great scene. Great. You get to see all the characters. In, you know, they're just great. they're just people. You know, they're just hanging yeah. out. <laughs> Real character development. And but then um, the only at the drinking scene in Fantastic Four, the first idea they have is let's steal the machine and go first. Right. And and so and so you waste the opportunity on character development. Go right to a plot point. Right. Right. He calls up Ben. 
drunk, says, get in your car, get over here. I'm not going without you. We haven't heard from Ben in a while. Right. right? Like, wait, going where? where? Where are we going? And, and why would I go with a bunch of drunk scientists into right. a machine? At no point does he say, like, seen. wait a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like That's he's probably seen the fly also. Like he's probably should have been like, oh, yeah, the fly. Is this gonna be like the fly? It's gonna be like the fly. It's gonna be the rock. It's gonna be the. It's gonna be the marble stone but version. You know His character was of the four was the one that that I understood the least. Cool. Like okay, they're ben? good. Yeah, they're good friends at the beginning, and then he gets into this, and then we got this. It's like oh, you tricked me into this. It's like. Are you an idiot? Like, uh, like, no, why no, did you no, agree no. to come? Why did you no, agree no, you're to come to my you're lab? Jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. When, 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 when they, when, the thing, when Ben finally is angry at Reed for like leaving and for getting him into this, it's completely manufactured so melodrama. It's there. Right, it, yeah. it didn't earn it at all. No. Didn't earn it at all. It, was, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, because at this point, give me a break. I mean, of course he's your buddy, and he, yeah, he didn't mean to do this to you. I mean, there was just, I was, uh, the second half of this movie, after the midpoint, it goes off the rails, okay? It completely off the rails. I mean, up until now, it's like, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're struggling, but it goes completely off the rails. It doesn't make sense in a number of ways. But before, I want to make sure we know what our midpoint is. A midpoint in general is the largest plot twist of the film, raises the stakes, okay? It may change the journey of the A, uh, of the, the A story. Um, it, it, uh, here the main character like has a new goal, they recommit to a new goal, and often the B story incites the, the midpoint. What's our midpoint? They actually had a good opportunity, but they didn't flesh it out well. When basically the machine is built and they were just like, oh no, but NASA's doing it, the military should have totally shut them out of the compound and their whole journey was to get in there and be first. It felt like it was so like, you're not going, but you can play and dilly-dally with the machine. Like right. if they had yeah. totally gotten kicked out and like all their security cards. It was were, like, real easy off. just to, to go first. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. was actually thinking like if they made it to a comedy scene and they're getting the machine drunk, like we're going to go first and the military come back like, yeah, we're, you know, we decided that we want to go with you guys and we're actually going to have you guys go first like as they're like testing it out being drunk. Uh. Anyway. The midpoint is they decide to sneak into the interdimensional travel yep. and go to uh, Zero. Planet Zero, which is a cool name. By the way, and this and the biggest problem is I'm sitting there thinking, well, how's Sue going to get her powers? They're leaving Sue? Right. Why are they leaving Sue? Yeah, I didn't get that. I, I like that. Are you kidding me? I thought it was a very chauvinist. I'm, I'm, just wait, I'm just waiting for them to marginalize them the to one female in. character in this story. Jane Fonda, where is she? She was Barbarella. Where was she at this point? Thank you. Where's Barbarella? Really? In her furs, her sexy furs. Right. Yes. Big hair. I thought it was interesting that, that she stayed behind because I was like, oh, where are they going with this? What, what's the deal? Because she usually, you know, typically will They are them. just leaving her out of the story entirely. Let's, no. She, she should have been drunk with them. Ben should have stayed outside. Was, they should have come back. The whole thing should have exploded. Let Victor be, be boomed out. I mean, they, like, but they wanted to strand Victor on that planet. Just, the whole trans, transformation this, like <laughs> scene is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like, so okay, so Ben is getting like inundated with rocks and becomes a uh, rock yeah, guy. Yeah. And then like Reed Richards is like getting like stretch, so he becomes the stretchy guy. Right. And, and, then and then I don't know what happens to Sue. Like she. Yeah, because of the 
thing that makes it teleport that she gets blasted with. So she, she just can, gets like, blasted yeah. with stuff in the yeah. explosion and then, and then indoors. The human torch gets lit on fire like in, interdimensionally, and so he becomes but the where, human torch. Where, like, give me a break. Where, like, where, he can what about all the other? What if like, someone had well, gone to a vending machine? Would they become like Pepsi Man? I mean, exactly. Like, ah! Who cares? Like the, who the cares? poor janitor's made of wood now. Yeah, he's Brew Man. Yeah, exactly. Just like give me a break. You can't. So I actually didn't understand the rules of the universe here. Was it the planet? radiation energy green stuff that gave them the powers or was it the coming back through the portal portal that gave them the powers which was it it's a problem that you don't understand that and neither do i because the entire first half and a little bit more is based on the science of this world and explaining and that's the problem here the problem is that we go into all this explanation of everything it's like explain exactly how they get there trans dimensional and then I'm like I would have been happy we start the movie they just get blasted with something and they'll have random powers like the cosmic rays like the original thing exactly like just do that I like visiting another planet though actually I'm I'm in favor and it's one of the things that works about the third act that they're not fighting on earth in a in a in 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 the uh, I thought they were going to end up fighting in in the the laboratory, and I was as like, long "Oh my god, they one don't of these!" Destroy Chicago over the course of the third act, <laughs> right? Like, it's the, the the latest city we're going to yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 or something yeah. like that. Right. So yeah. I like that we were on another planet right. for the third act. What was the one that got destroyed in Age of Ultron? The Lantis? No, that's Age of Game of Thrones. Floating, it was floating yeah, like, dirt. Yeah, it was some bogus. It was Howard the Duck's planet. It was Howard the Duck's planet. It was all the ducks. Eastern Europe or something floating. So they got stuck. The problem is they got stuck with the idea of putting Victor Doom on this planet and keeping him there. Yeah. And they also got stuck with the idea that there had to be four spots in the machine. Why couldn't you put five spots in the machine? The movie's Fantastic Four. It doesn't mean you can't add a fifth spot to the machine and then next time when they rebuild it, oh, we couldn't build as many this time, we're going to build four. Whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, this this Marvel know. script is only you're, you're slightly less sexist than Age of really Ultron. Deep. Like, we, we've done a they good job of marginalizing that, that, that was messed up. That, they left and Sue out, they, and then they, they, they gave her some powers. Okay. Bad guys close in, guys. Plus, by the way, all oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you got to move forward. We're running on time. So, fun and games get serious if the bad guys close in, all right? Um, <laughs> second half of the second act where the audience is exhilarated by more complex and overwhelming <laughs> obstacles besides, you know, getting drunk in the lab and, you know, I don't know. What other obstacles were there in the funny game? And I think that's a fail of the military. Yeah. In the bad guys close in, the characters' gifts are of no use, the plans is foiled, uh, their their teams are split up, right? Um, some There's a betrayal and the bad guys close in. Um, what's our bad guys close in? Finally... What's our bad guys close in? They find Doctor. Oh, yeah, find the, the military goes They send in. the red shirts to yeah. the dimension and find Doctor. Why couldn't they send the our shirts. guys back? That was weird. That would have been way too easy. Yeah. That would have been smart. Well, they send a bunch of scientists. They don't know anything about it. A bunch of nameless people in spaces. Yeah. And and you notice they're like the terrain has changed. Yeah. It's like yellow now. It used to yeah. be green. What was the? That was like a Green Lantern. Did it look different? I don't remember. It didn't look. Yeah, it was yellow. I was okay. Yeah. Completely oh. different. It was uh, energy had been sucked totally. out of it. I would have loved Completely to see different. like skyscrapers there, and, like just like yeah, Doom should have built some a shit. A mall, you know, like just something yeah. interesting. That would have been fantastic. If, if the, inter- yeah. the other dimension had turned into Long Island in the process, <laughs> we would great. all be thinking, been "What the hell out. happened?" Right. Or something bad. Doom started a, like a his own country or something. Like Doom, Doom started like a cape and cow store. I still don't know how he made that thing. Hit a year, man. It's like it's like a lava planet. Like there's no there's no organic. Can we talk a little bit about the decision? American flag? Is he wearing the flag? 
That would be They different. brought the Wait flag. Wait a minute. You might be onto something. It might have been the flag. It got very dirty. I and, was going to say... And that's a metaphor. It's like a Gandalf quote that he, uh, cloak that he was wearing. That was not... There, wasn't, yeah. there was no flag. There wasn't. Like, and who's the them bringing it back, by the way, I, just screenwriting it's... tropes. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, uh, you know, the, the monster in the house is the classic, like, horror concept. And the, the idea is you bring the monster into the house. And this mm-hmm. is like in Poltergeist, they built the house on top of a cemetery. And that's yeah. why it's haunted. So there's something that happens. An alien, like, they bring the pod in, you know, and, and that's what infects everybody. So they, they just drop this monster in the house. Which conceit. is great. Which is great. Yeah. This works, and this is where the Wait, movie starts to work a little bit, right? Because what? we no, see because, no with Doom. Oh, Doom. With Doom, right? Once they bring Doom back into the picture, we're screaming, "Don't bring him in that!" Don't yeah, bring right, him back yeah, Don't yeah. bring yeah. him back Like a horror movie, yeah. Um, the problem is that at, at this time, um, Reed is on vacation. Our main character is on vacation, and the other two characters are sort of indentured, you know, slaves, slaves to to the military at this point. So. When he comes back, the fact that Doom throws everything up in the air isn't really throwing everything up in the air. It's already kind of up in the air. Um, that was a problem that he. I hated that he like walked to them and like, oh, come save me. That totally. He needed to be exactly like Alien, like this little rock thing. They needed to find him and take him back. They and actually then, thought it was Victor. They well, and he was walking to them. So, so we've got something one of the bad guys closed in is we've got to find Reed. So this happens again in so many. It's such a hackneyed way to to do conflict in a superhero movie. Is the you know the the government or the team turns on the the main character and now he's in hiding and then they somehow they convince Sue to betray him with the pattern recognition which was cool to and they find Reed and they're not mad at him. And he's not mad at them either. I ain't mad at you. Beautiful. Come well, back. Just help us fix the project. The torch isn't mad, but Ben Grimm is a little mad. Yes, he's because of what? Because he, he abandoned him and he tricked him into it. I can't scratch but anymore. That it's your fault. It makes no sense. Yeah. He escaped. Everybody else was being held hostage. He escaped. It, it, that doesn't make any sense. He did go to Mexico without Ben. There was, there you know, was... Ben's the kind of guy who's like, you're doing tequila shots without me? Yeah. I, I will not forgive you. Yeah. We didn't see a scene where he actually escapes, do we? Yeah. Ben? No, no, no. Uh, he plastic yeah, man's he out. out of the, t- well, the, the vent. vent. You see the vent. And yes, he's like, plastic man's out of the vent. But you goes, see, but like, we don't see him at the bar. I feel like there's a lot of Mexico. stuff missing here. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff we that, that's just We don't know what cut. he can do. What he no, can because do. this Why is where they fast forward a year. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. This is where they fast forward a year. Oh my god. And then all of a sudden, by the way, just a little small note here, and we can go on. He can apparently change his face to look like people. That's great. That's 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 yeah, an evolution that more of that of more the superpower, of right? We, we, like I did because it's it's taking the plastic man thing. It's taking the plastic man thing. This is what we keep talking about in terms of you know reimagining explained. a superpower for a new version of this movie. And so the fact that he can um, he can like change his face using the. The, the the plastic man stuff. It's like the blue girl. I feel like they just totally stole that from the blue girl. Yeah, but you know, there's only so many superpowers you can come up with. But the fact so that they, like they gave it to him was interesting, ah. right? Because this guy walks in, and you're like, who's this dude? And you're like, oh wow, he can work. The you're like, this is interesting like reveal. Mm-hmm. Finally, some 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 reinvention you of like the superpower that. because we said the superpowers aren't that interesting to begin with. Right. And also every time. Every time Mr. Fantastic is, is doing the Plastic Man thing, it's so goofy. Yeah, like, it's I think so they should goofy. rethink the superpowers. Like, if you're going to rethink, you know, these little things, let's just... Okay, so everybody loves everyone loves the thing, or the rock, as Christina calls him. <laughs> <laughs> or, or so the Human Torch is pretty cool. But yeah. the other two, it's like, we don't care. 
Like, just make, make them something else. The, like, pro- the problem with, with uh, the superpower for um, the Invisible George. Woman is she doesn't use it. She, she they, did, they, they she turn, did get invisible once or twice. She does. They, they, if, uh, I'll never do okay, the plot. The, okay, the, wor- okay, the worst, yeah. the worst mistake right. is in the third act. We'll talk about it when we get there. Right, but let's, 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 let's finish let's bad guys there. close in. And that, because we're, we're, I want to do questions from the audience soon. We have about 10 more minutes. So let's finish the beats. Yeah. Done. Um, Dr. Doom, you know, rolls in and he says, you know what? I'm taking over. Right? Um, we get uh, Victor's. I mean, he has like these kind of ambiguous powers that turn out the lights, and he's got an attitude, and he explodes the government guy's face in his suit. All the, all the kids in my theater were like, "Yeah!" When the guy, when the kids. Sure. Face, it was they, total they, scanners. scanners right? Oh, yeah, it was like scanners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scanners without the, the deliberation. There's no like. There's no, like, like concentrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, no, no vein. No vein. Instantaneous. And then he smiles yeah. right before the guy's head. And yeah. um, that is totally at that scary. point, I remember thinking the physical power of Doctor Doom and the thing were a good match, and they should slug it out right then. And they did it. I was like, that would have been because like Doctor Doom is strong, and 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 the thing is strong, and it's just like this is a good time to 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 be fighting, and they didn't. There was also yeah. never a time where he used those telepathic, you know, whatever powers to combat the Fantastic Four. Was there? Because I don't remember him actually trying to like hurt their brains or anything and try to explode their heads. Oh, he did. No exploding right. heads in the third act finale. There isn't, no. no. Which is like, all right, it's like the same thing with his, fa- like, fa- Mr. Fantastic's face changing. It's like, great setup, awesome. Now, like, where's Use the payoff? And oh. Doctor Doom explodes more lights and then kills Doctor Storm for no reason. Why did he uh. kill Doctor Storm? Because uh, he was a weak From character. a plot perspective? Mm-hmm. It's I, just ridiculous. Yeah, it's so off the rails. You needed somebody to die. I mean, yeah, this is the all is lost moment, right? All is lost is the low point of the main character's journey. The moment the main character loses everything, um, they lose something. If they hadn't, they're worse off than if they hadn't gone on the journey before. So yeah, you got to kill off the dad, the surrogate father, in the whole movie. Okay, you see, but there's they don't earn it. Doom, Doom doesn't. There's, there's no. Anger. If Doom had accidentally killed the dad, yeah. you know, that would have made more sense. Well, that yeah. whole scene, because when Storm them. gets yeah. involved, yeah. Uh, and we talked about this earlier, he's like, you know, you can't be alone, you know, you can't do this alone. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, the, the dialogue doesn't make any sense. Like, if you're going to lead up to a major character being killed, we should at least know what he's getting killed for. But we don't know what he's getting killed for. He's getting cul- killed for, like, mumbo-jumbo, basically. He was in the way. Just- if, if, if maybe he was trying to stop Doom or help him, and right. say and say no. You've got to let us help you. Don't touch the machine. He and didn't even say what he should have no. said. Is you left me on that freaking planet for a year? Yeah, no. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's actually that. a good exactly. reason. But that's his. That's yeah. his. That's his issue. And yet he wants to get back there immediately. Like we don't. Right. Even, like, right. What, yeah. What's it's the big issue? Why do you hang out here? Yeah. And you know, you you can because have some fun. Because he could say that. Yeah. Go to the, go to the Hamptons or something. Like, he's got a plan. While you're here, but because he's got a plan to create. Like to create a big Uber machine that's going to destroy the world. He's, like no, every he's, other he's got some world. Planet. He's got a world killing. Yeah, um, destroy the planet. Druids. So you can never like, do that again. Or he, never yeah, come he, back. he creates. Yeah. So, but, but maybe we'll I missed it. But what, what was was it like a part of a bigger plan for him to come back and then go back to to Planet Zero? Or because because when they find him, he's like like I said before, he's like, please take me. I waited here for a year for you guys, and they take him, and then he comes back. He's like, I have to get back. Well, then why not just 
kill them right there and stay yeah, on Planet Zero. Yeah, that's a good point. Why didn't you just, like, <laughs> It makes no sense to come back to yeah, Earth and go back totally to Planet Zero like, unless you have some pl- amazing plan to bring something. Yeah, I'm looking for logic in all this, George. Yeah, I just think your, your addiction to logic is just ridiculous. Uh, all right. There was a great movie. When, when we first see <laughs> Mr. Uh, Dr. Doom and, and his new face and he's, like, his... his, his, uh, his Cool. Suit is welded onto him. It is dark. It is negative. Yeah, I, I thought it's that was great. visually cool. Like I like but that. We, that was... But he doesn't have a philos- He has a, a physical, like rational reason to be angry. But he doesn't have the f- philosophical one that his supervillain needs. This, this. I'm angry at Earth, and I'm angry at humanity. He just did. never bought. It was that it we just weren't never, worthy. There was no. Yeah. He's kind of an angry Al Gore character, but we don't really understand why. <laughs> is environmental? Is yeah. that it? No, Maybe. But then why does he create like the big Earth destroying thing? All right. So then, real quickly, the Dark Knight of the Soul lasts about three seconds. We're like, oh, you killed my dad. Dark Knight of the Soul is supposed to be when they mourn the loss of the death, um, of. Of the at, that happens at the <sighs> low point, the main character is supposed to arc there. Yeah, I don't think we're having many arcs in happen. this story. No, no, There's no, no, no arcs going on. No. Um, and the Dark Knight of the Soul is usually followed by some new information that represents yet another catalyst, a second catalyst where the a, a, the main character has to decide whether to take the final step on the journey. It's not really a choice at this point, but what's the new information? The black hole. What's, there is a black, black hole. hole. Yeah. That's, that's their, their All go-to. of eternity is going to be destroyed by this crazy maniac. Um, so basically, it. what I, the way I, I yeah, I, t- I wanted to take notes on this, but because um, it was it was very complex, what happens in the finale? Because um, now we're on to we're on to the break into three. But they the break into three, they follow him. They follow Doom back to the planet Zero, right? Yeah. Okay. They go. They they decide to go on the final step of the journey. Right, and um, in a weird way, they kind of did a better job than the Avengers because the Avengers, you always see them like, I'll do this, this guy does that, she does that, but they this one they had played that kind of everyone has to work together. They forced that idea, whereas they couldn't do it alone. Whereas Avengers, they're kind of like we're just cool together, but we don't need each other. But and and Mister Doctor Doom has this absurd (coughs) plan. He creates this like blue pool that that looks a little like. I don't know, like Stonehenge, and he's gonna suck. Yeah, it does. He's gonna like suck Stonehenge. the you know yeah. Earth through Stonehenge. Yeah. Remind me a lot of, of uh, Spaceballs, you know. <laughs> where, yeah. where the third act is they got a vacuum cleaner yeah. and they're yeah, gonna suck really all, all the air just out of like, Druidia. Yeah, yeah, it's, just spa- it's a lot like Spaceballs. What? Yeah. <laughs> when they see, they're gonna suck the air out of Druidia. I gotta say though, I appreciated I'm that there was like five said. seconds like dedicated to the the people who are getting sucked up. I, I appreciated yeah. that. They, they did. They did. They did. No, the, there was, the it was like we don't care about these innocent people. That's not what this they is about. They cut to some trees and they, 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 they cut to some cars. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. it's been a very frequent superpower. And then the third, then the third act fight sequence is interesting, somewhat. Um, can you guys say any good things about the the final the finale the final fight in a superhero movie? It's always the 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 final um, the final uh, uh, fight fight. Good, yeah. The the big bit. Big this, boss versus the main guy. I will guy. say a good thing. It did not drag on too long. <laughs> okay. Which is great. It was... It was anything yeah. else? <laughs> there was a really nice moment where uh, where Doom says, there is no Victor, only Doom, which is straight up like Ghostbusters. There is no Dana, only <laughs> Zool. Only Zool. So like, we're just going to crib dialogue completely. Um, did yeah. you notice that 
everybody there there's like a team up at the end and they, where they say oh we got to team up you know he's stronger than any of us but yeah. he's not stronger than all of us yeah. and then they create this reference. attack where where plastic man or mr fantastic attacks the human torch attacks and then uh ben the thing attacks and then when he's all when they're all done Sue transports them away like she's driving the bus again. That was the biggest bullshit ending I've seen in a while. Like, let's get in a bubble and let's go through this portal. And can we just speak for a minute about portals? Like, anytime there's a portal in a movie, can we just just agree that sucks? Like, okay, Narnia, okay, it works. Anywhere else, it doesn't work. Like, no portals. I like that we got to... I like that the third act is happening on another planet. At least we're not fighting in Chicago anymore. Yeah, Yeah. well, I agree. So, Making mythical cities we're going to destroy. The the finale ends really quickly, and it has a terrible... um, They have that terrible epilogue where they name the the team. It's fantastic. Yeah, that was the... I can't believe they did that. This has been fantastic. The worst on-the-nose ending... Part of my 12-step program, it's fantastic. Ever. <laughs> and were you guys surprised there was no Easter egg at the end of this movie? Aren't Marvel movies supposed to have a post-credit sequence? Yeah, they are, but this is a Fox, like, you know, Marvel movie. It's not Marvel Studios. Uh-huh. So because Fox owns it, they don't typically do that, although they, they did do it with X-Men. X-Men had it. Yeah, I think with this movie... X-Men just, had them all the time. I don't know if you know what was going on behind the scenes of this movie, dude. Yeah. But uh-huh. they're just like, that's it, no more of this movie. We're done. Like we're I'm not going to show any more get, stuff. I'm glad we didn't get into the gossip too much tonight. Yeah, no, it's, I mean we kept it pretty much story based, but I think it's hard to do that when you know it was just butchered. I mean, it, that's essentially what happened. Well, I mean, as far as uh, some of the staffers. Hmm? Okay, no, we're not talking about director, right? Yeah, you I, go for it. No, 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 no. No, because no, I think it's a good time. No, no, no. Well, I just I'm gonna <laughs> say, <laughs> yeah, if if. If I'm lucky enough to have a movie and then a second movie right before it premieres, I'm not going to be like, well, this isn't what I wanted. It sucks. Bu-. Oh, I can't say yeah. that word. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not how you do a, an opener. Well, uh, I just think that's the stupidest thing ever. And and there's like, well, let me pull my tweet back. I, you tweeted it, dude. It's been retweeted yeah, like so Josh over Trank 300 times. Tweeted, uh, you know, his... his Malcontentment with the film. It's just a beautiful tweet. Before the opening weekend, I actually the read. Day before. I, I read an article that so said um, the critics ruined the buzz around this movie. <laughs> like the critical reviews of the movie ruined all the buzz. There was so much good buzz about this movie, and that and that Trank ruined the buzz. The problem is the movie's not very good. You can't. You can't. It's it's okay to ruin the buzz. Are yeah. these the two Marvel? Is Age of Ultron and this the two? Are they the two Marvel movies of the summer? Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. Yeah. Okay, people so like that. Two of right? three. You have the creator saying, "Screw this." No, Whedon didn't say that for. He didn't Ultron. say it explicitly, but he got off Twitter, which is basically the same. Thing. No, but there was some negativity about um, about uh, the female character being treated in it. I'm just saying there like, should be far more problems with for Sue. all these aspiring screenwriters here. Yeah. Like you know, stick to your guns, and if you get hired by Marvel and you sign a big contract, just be aware that they tend to run people through the grinder. Sure, they are. But what do you expect? That's you had a twelve million dollar move yeah. success with Chronicle. And you went up to a hundred twenty million dollar movie. Of course, you're gonna have to make some compromises. Well, maybe that was ill advised to hire somebody who had done it on a shoestring to yeah. do this movie. It was a, quite a jump. Yeah. But he, you know, for for I like we we did see early on 
these ideas that he had, like the Cronenberg stuff. Yeah. And there was some there was some original influence that he was trying to affect on this story, but. Yeah, he's not. I, I, so I've listened to some interviews with with Josh Trank, and he comes off as someone who is a, a student of film of cinema. He does not come off as. And listen, I don't know what the, I don't know what the, the drama on set was and all that stuff. But listen, if you look at you know the history of this studio, there have been cases. Listen, this is the studio that gave us the first Star Wars. Fox. Yeah. yeah. And if you look at the making of the first Star Wars, it was a disaster. They put a lot of pressure on Lucas. They took things away from him. They cut his budget three times. He he checked into a. a you're hospital. describing every big budget studio but ever. But you're okay, right. but this was that's books. part that's of that's part people. of Hold the on. job. That's part of what you uh, sign up I'm, for when you right. ask for 120 million dollars. Absolutely from right. I'm, I'm getting to the point though. But Lucas and then Lucas checked himself into like the ER because he was having a panic attack. But at the end of the day, he finished the movie and he said. Whatever I'm making, he stood by it. He huh? stood by it. He had a the good the movie. difference here is that I have a feeling that this direct, and I could be completely wrong, so don't take this. I just think that this that this director said, forget it, and I think the studio might have said, forget it, and and they let someone else finish it because it yeah. seems like the reshoots that I heard about, you were noticing a wig or something like a blonde hair difference on a character that you mentioned. On Sue, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I noticed that back and forth from shot to shot. You're right. Her hair was real, and then the wig. I was, was there, able to and, see yeah. like, wait a minute. It was like, but I noticed it without even knowing about reshoots yeah. until afterwards. I was like, this looks weird. They, it seems like someone else finished this movie, someone edited it together without See, that's scenes. my issue. I'm glad you said that. It's an unfinished We're movie. We're putting everything on the director, but the dudes that wrote it, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. our biggest problem is a year passes. Slater Five and years pass. Slater and Kimber. But we, yeah. talk, we talked about, we, no, why we spent we, the whole night we, working we on, on the story. Though. We're not. He's we're not. directing what's written on page. Yeah. It's not, if, if, if he was under writing credits, then he would be just as much to blame. A lot of the things, we're, we're not yelling at the acting as much as, and what is being directed as much as the content itself. A lot of story problems. Exactly. This is my theory, is that this movie was signed off as like, oh, something new and fresh and interesting. We're doing a Kohlberg science fiction version but that doesn't mean that that's, the, that's not the only reason why that movie was bad. They backed the Trank. They signed off. They had to sign off the script. Because he's yeah. dark. Yeah. So, so that's perfect. Ha- I think what happened is you had a couple of other superhero movies that came out during the making of this that were a little a lot different. They were more like Avengers. We've talked a lot about the different issues. We don't want to take a risk anymore. And they just totally abandoned that concept. I disagree. I think that this was a movie they were like, okay, let's just start throwing some actors at the wall. A question to any person. Let's get some bright lights people involved. Let's get uh, some, some Game of Thrones people involved. Let's get the Whiplash guy involved. Let's see if anybody cares when we put all these people in in a movie. Oh, that's and, right. And they, 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 the recipe... Was, there was little risk. I mean, it was just like, if this works... He's a comic book writer. The recipe worked, except for when a... Mark Millar, yeah. That's right, that's right. They're looking for the broadest possible... Right. They're not looking for you to be taken. And those are independent films. Kick-ass movies are smaller budget, and they're independent undertakings. Refreshed it, yeah. Here, like Josh Trank was, he signed on for a body horror adventure movie. Yeah. It's supposed to be travelers going to another dimension, which is supposed to be the negative zone, not Planet Zero, but I'll take it. Um, you can't divide by zero. <laughs> So it was exactly. negative. It was negative zone in the Ultimates, right? Uh, well, it, that's what it is in the original comic book. Oh, is it really? Oh, that's and, and, where they go in space, right? So, do you have a well, question? Do you have a question for us? Uh, uh, just the idea that um, <laughs> all the critiques that you have about the movie and stuff, and, and all the character development and stuff, is the same critiques that are of the comic. 
So this is if ah. anything, a, a literal translation of. The so that you're saying it's faithful to the original comic. Because it's bad. And it's not comics. that great. Without <laughs> <laughs> these big ideas and the amazing artwork nice. that you have from Jack Kirby, a lot of it is super campy, and the whole idea of Fantastic Four is appealing is they've been around. So you're agreeing with what Jeremy originally oh, wait, said, is that the concept... Around. They've been the, around forever. Yeah, that's, but that's that the concept itself is just not rich enough for first, a franchise. Yeah, read the first four issues, and they're awful. They're terrible. Yeah. And you're coming out of a company that's making monster comics. Yeah. So that's why there's a monster on the team, just in case. Yeah. Uh, but they're just jerks. They're run out to the city and you know she's invisible she's knocking people over things just tearing down walls that's great and it awesome. wasn't until four issues in that they get the blue costumes they get the car they get the thing and that's when the comic takes off right what thank you what is the most popular movie of 1961 <laughs> I don't know I'm you're sure on it I don't know either but you know, I'm just saying so <laughs> he, well, he made you made an interesting statement you said the first four they were kind of like over the top has been so I'm curious, like, what would be the right way to, to develop them no, as you, from the youth point? We, we already hit on this, which is that, that there's not enough uh, in the original mythology for this ser for this franchise to succeed. So reinvention is a, is a requirement. Yeah, I don't think How? it's that it's not That's enough. It's that, it's that a lot has happened yes. in the na in the last 55 years. And, and you just, like, these ideas... like In the superhero it, world. Yeah, right the there. idea okay. of, of, a, of a guy with elastic arms or the idea of an invisible woman is not really all that interesting anymore because Fair we've enough. seen it. And and the, the this franchise is the victim of its success yeah. and I the fact it. that it created cliches. Can I take another question? Who else has it? Sir, what's your question? I also agree the whole concept is tired with Fantastic Four. <laughs> Don't you think the movie would have done better with a longer runtime? Could the movie have done better with a longer runtime? To develop out. All the Marvel movies, you typically get two hours. Yeah. 146 this on like this. 146. One, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, guys, what do you think? Did, did we run out of time here? Is that the problem? Um, a longer. I mean, I would have liked to see in a longer runtime more story. Yeah, I think there's a lot missing. Maybe we, we could have dropped yeah. in that one year yeah. <laughs> montage. And the movie started 45 minutes uh, too early, as far as I'm concerned. So, like, it's a classic okay. problem with writing. So, Jeremy, you start too late. Or you, too early. you disagree then? It's not that we ran out of time. I, I think he may be right. I think we might need more time for this mythology to build up, but. I don't need all of the stuff that happened earlier. I liked the childhood stuff because it situated it. It situated them as science geeks early on. But a lot of what happens up until the point where they get drunk and they go to the other dimension does not need to happen. Like, we don't need... Okay, so Baxter's in a... It's in a skyscraper in downtown Manhattan. I've never heard that idea before. You know, big corporate... Uh, you know, something behind some super Wants to weaponize effort, you know, science. It doesn't yeah. sound at all like Wayne Enterprises. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, why do we need any of these cliches? Can't we just assume them but and move into the That's where the reinvention's required. Yeah. yeah. Another question, sir. Yeah, uh, Salo Santos is watching on YouTube. Salo Santos on YouTube. This is from the live stream. He has a question. Yeah, he wants to know if you guys think that uh, they should do a sequel to try and fix the problems or yes. if they should just give up. How did, should we do a sequel to fix the problems, or should we give up? Um, Christina. Yeah, Christina. Christina was a sequel. Yeah. Fantastic Five. Yeah. With a dog. Add, I like the dog. Add thing. a dog? Yeah. Okay. I'm um, down with it. If, only if they bring back Doom. I mean, I... Uh, yeah. Again, spoilers. What, what happened spoilers. to Doom? We uh, he got sucked into this separate. thing, and something happened to him, and we're assuming he's dead. They froze yeah. him. By the way, no, we talked no. about this in the Age of Ultron podcast where uh, the, the problem with the Marvel Universe is that 
Uh, it, in the comic books, the, the villains stuck around forever. And yeah. in the movies, they, there's a desire to dispense of them within two or three hours. That's a tr- and that's a problem with cinema, actually. That's, is, that's a film problem. Right, right. In, when you do three-act story, story structure in the feature film format, people are used to finality with the resolution, whereas comic books are serial, they're ongoing, the bad guy's never going to die, never going to die. And this assumption needs to be corrected. I mean, what's the best Star Wars movie? It's the one where we don't know what's going to happen next, and there's... Even, no, the first Star Wars movie, Vader escapes. Vader escapes, but I'm just saying, Empire is the best one because we don't know what's going to happen. That's also true. Also true, yeah. We don't need full resolution. You can win, and Doom can escape. I think think the better question, real quick, is that if they made a sequel... And they and they had the you know, proper writers and talent behind this, and they were fully behind. Could they redeem? I don't know, but I think they can definitely make an interesting story. They can take these characters. I think they can. I, I think it's possible. I think they I just dropped the ball again. I think they need to do. Uh, I need, think he's actually, right. We need to see them descend and get sloppy and messy and jerks. I you know I I hate I'm, to bring I've back Fast and the Furious, but the the, I believe it was the fourth or the fifth Fast and Furious. I think it was the fifth one um, where they got their act together and they said, we have a franchise here. Let's write a great script because uh, the first couple were just getting retarded. And so then <laughs> they wrote a really great script where they're um, they're on the run in Brazil. It's the one with Brazil. Is that four Brazil. or five? five. That's five. Uh-huh. They wrote a great script for fa- fa- Fast Furious 5. And all of a sudden, they bring together all of the actors that have been in the previous ones, and they have this whole theme about family, and they're like mm-hmm. pulling off, they're pulling off heists the together. They got story. that franchise together. It had been going nowhere, and they pulled it together, and all of a sudden, they turned it into, you know, the 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 the, the, the killer franchise. That is but today. it wasn't. So I think you could do that here because a third reboot is got to be. I mean, that has to be. Just like, you know, there has to be some rule when you reboot a, show, a, a, a series three times in less than 15 years, it goes in the, in the, in the trap. There's also an expression about, you know, uh, a dead horse. And yeah. you know, this may just be a dead horse. Possible. But what's the expression? <laughs> I, I think you heard. Last question. <laughs> Sir, with the glasses. Um, yes. You touched on this a little bit before, but the adoption thing and the sibling being, you know, two different ethnicities, mm-hmm. you think that all... Did the adoption of Sue Storm and the you know the, the brother sisters being adopted in different ethnicities did did that play into the theme? Yeah. Also, um, I've heard some of you critics say that you know it really didn't that they really should have just hired a black actress to play Sue instead. That's gone another way. That's another way. If we had an African American actress for Sue, would that have been a better better choice? I actually heard the opposite. I heard a lot of people pissed off about having a black fire uh, torch, human torch, torch. Torch. Yeah, Yeah, and they were just like, "What if we had a white shaft?" Oh, <laughs> by the way, that'd be awesome. He I wouldn't be. have a problem, but, but it's just kind of like, really, is it? And he's like, he and be, he doesn't, he doesn't funky. have blonde hair. Really, is that what? But for people, yeah, the, the comic book guy back there, he's nodding. What do you? I, I approve of Michael B. Jordan. I thought he's fantastic. Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. He was not the problem. This movie. Yeah. <laughs> Give him two seconds. He's been here forever. Yes, sir. You have a last question? Yeah, I was just wondering, uh, in the case of uh, the people who are like behind this, the producer types, the business types. So when marketing is doing, they almost, this kind of reminds me of, really the marketing audience are like tweens. 
So if it's the story is too complicated for the so, so, to get, mm -hmm. then uh, you know. This is All right. So your question is, if if. We're, we're, we're talking about the story in depth, and you're saying if the studio is marketing towards teenagers or tweens, they don't want it, to be that it can't be too complicated right. a story. But, I'm just asking. but first of all, this is a four-quadrant movie. It's not just for the tweens. This is for everybody. This is for every demographic. This is a tentpole. Second of all, they pull it off all the time. Right, Avengers pulls it off. It makes Iron the Man kids happens. Right. Iron Man pulls it off. It makes the kids happy. It makes the adults happy. It makes the fanboys happy. It makes um, the people who no know nothing about the movie happy. It's possible with story. That's what. That is they the key. What's, a right? What's big this net. Good writing. PG thirteen. They're casting a big net. All the stuff we're talking to about tonight costs the studios nothing to put good good writing into your story. To not reuse tropes again and again to try to take a chance and Kill refresh some montage. things write some good comedy please don't yep. use montage i mean this is like screenwriting 101 stuff so no, one year later one year, uh, later. One year oh later. my gosh uh, that's, yeah. that is like, i think that's a great jordan I was just gonna say like that that whole one year later thing. I mean that was that obviously just pisses you off. Yeah, it really does because it wasn't. I, I know in my heart that there was no script from a screenwriter that was handed in that it was like one in the year middle. Later. Of, like, I would have been embarrassed if I had one year later. I'm sorry I'm guys, I just I'm, at an NYC screenwriters collective later. workshop, if someone hands in a script you like that, where the second in the middle Lightly. of the fun and games, Things the middle happen. of the, you know, fast forward one year montage. Yeah. We're like, that's we all the good stuff. Yeah, right. Write it. So, I mean, yeah. that could that that thing that we're complaining about might not have been a a writing choice. That may have been an editing I solution. So. I think so. Okay, bad. You know, the we don't know how badly the filming production went. Right. You know, maybe they had Speculate. all that stuff. Maybe or they didn't. Or a studio call and budget. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. They said we're, no right. more CG. Yeah. yeah they used the budget incorrectly, so they. So it might not have been a story choice. How it may have been a production problem. How do we collapse that into something that montages are collapsing story? Yeah, that's it's it's yeah. the only good montage I've ever seen but is I, Team America. I <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right, right, right. The training I mean, montage. Yeah. Exactly. So so I think that's a great place for us to end yeah. on the fact that you know the problems that we saw in this movie tonight were almost all story problems. Oh, yeah. Right? And it, you Agreed. could solve them with the craft of screenwriting. You can solve them with, with, with understanding, giving love to the story, to character, to mm. all these things that we talk about uh, on the script and at the collective all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. It comes, all comes back to story because, like we were saying before, there are visual things that are interesting here. There are ideas that are interesting. But there's no st the script and the story, it just falls apart. And you've got to be willing to take rules, a little bit rules. of a chance. Yep. You know, and the problem with the, the Hollywood studio system right now is that they are, they are completely, completely risk-averse. And... Yep. And it, and it hamstrings them, whereas that's they're why... They're not risk-averse, they're money-averse. Like, anything that costs too much money. Yeah, it. exactly. So, so, and that's why TV is going through the third golden age oh, yeah. right now, because they're, you know, the, the TVs... Oh, the, your directors the, are running back the, to TV. The creatives involved in, in the television business, scripted television, they're yeah. allowed to, to take chances and do, do have original visions. And somebody like Josh yeah. Trank, who could have um, flourished yeah. under he will. a scenario where he has... Able to keep his original independent vision. Yeah. I mean, you know, exactly. I can see him doing it. He's going to be looking for a new job soon, so he's, he might try TV. I'd like to see Do that. Fear the Dead. Guys, uh, episodes. here, this is it. This is the script.
produced by Jordan Rosengard and David Negrin. You can email us, fan mail us, hate mail, comments, questions, or proclamations to scriptfeed at gmail.com. Join our Facebook page. Join our Google Plus. Our search for NYC Screenwriters Collective on Facebook of G Plus. You can also follow us on Twitter at scriptfeed. Okay, if you live in New York City, sign up for one of our workshops at meetup.com under NYC Screenwriters Collective. Please support the script over at patreon.com slash the script. We want to thank Adorama and the staff of the NYC Screenwriters Collective. Great job. Thank you all. Thank you. Good night. Thanks, Have a good night, guys. Thank you.